Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hey everybody, welcome to a brand new MMA Roasted Podcast. It's me, Adam Hunter. I am here with Andrew Montanez. Uh, we're waiting for Stephen Quadros to move his car. And Hanada Laranja uh, got stopped by the cops on the way over here. So, uh, interesting beginning of the show again. Uh, it's going to be a good show. Update from last week's show. Dean McDermott's dog, actually both his dogs got attacked that day. Two of, two of his dogs, they're okay. They made it. They had to go to the vet. But the dog survived from the coyote attack. So uh, happy ending there. Uh, and Dean will be with us again next week. Uh, I'm sure he'll tell us all about it. Uh, I want to thank our sponsor, Blue Apron, the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Their mission is to make incredible home cook cooking accessible to everyone. And they achieve this by supporting a more sustainable food system, setting the highest standards for ingredients, and building a community of home chefs. Me, me, and my, me and my wife, we have Blue Apron Night, and it's healthy. They don't waste food. Uh, they've established partnerships with over 150 local farms, fisheries, and ranchers across the U.S. And as a result, their seafood is stored sustainably under standards developed in partnership with the Monterey Bay Aquarium Seafood Watch. Their beef, chicken, and pork come from responsibly raised animals. Look, cooking together builds strong family bonds, and research shows that Blue Apron families cook nearly three times more often. Those spend a lot at restaurants. I'm sure you spend a lot at restaurants. Uh, I, I don't even use my kitchen, really. Really? Yeah, well, yeah. not you should, because I, I'm telling you, uh, Blue Apron, they, they, it's... Well, you know, the hardest part is, like, getting all the ingredients and stuff. Like, yeah, right. Right, yeah, that's the that's the hardest part is getting all the ingredients going to the supermarket. That's and nothing is worse than coming home and like getting like nine out of ten things, and then it happens all the time. Well, now Blue Apron uh, they made things affordable, flexible, easy, and guaranteed. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with BlueApron.com/slash MMA Roast. That's BlueApron.com/slash MMA Roast. You'll love how good it feels, how good it tastes, and be able to create incredible home cooked meals with Blue Apron. It's a better way to cook. Also, I want to thank another sponsor we got, uh, Speedweed. Listen, people, when you, need your, when you find yourself in need, trust in Speedweed.com for overnight delivery service to over 1,088 cities across California. You can find everything uh, from flour, edibles, concentrate, topicals, vapes, and more. Sign up and use code ROASTED for $10 off for orders more than $100 at speedweed.com. Yeah. They've actually, I've been, uh, my back has been killing me, uh, and I've been using this, this CBD oil. This is great. Pain relief. I'm telling you, uh, forget Advil, aspirin, all this other stuff. I roll this stuff on, and my back feels so much better. Really? My, my shoulders. Yeah. Uh, if all you guys who like train, um, uh, Cain Velasquez, is, he was using cannabis oil, and if Cain Velasquez can use it, I'm like, you know what? I've been using cannabis oil on my back and my shoulder, and uh, I feel so much better. And in 2017, with delivery services, like to get your weed delivered to your house, it's great. That's because like- uh, yeah, because then the thing is, you go you go to a dispensary now, and but I mean, 
Spencer's so smart. They usually they have close hot. early too, which is a bummer. Yeah, but they do have hot bud tenders. You ever yeah. that? You ever go to a? So, I go to one on Melrose near the one hundred and one. Yeah, that it's all girls working there. That that's actually it they're they're pretty smart all about that. Girls working. And you go in there. They're playing like pop music. I'm like, what a fun little. And, and then they're all stoned. They have that like stoned eye. Oh where yeah. Like their, their, their eyes are like glazed. Uh, anyway, listen, today we got a great podcast. We've got Stephen Quadros to fight professors coming in, as well as Sarah McMahon, who's just had a, a tough loss, but we're going to talk to her. Uh, I'm sure she's going to bounce back. There's a girl who, uh, she's, no matter what happens with that girl, she just keeps moving forward. Stephen Quadros, too. Uh, I just got back from Iowa. I was in Iowa doing comedy. Uh, it was pretty awesome. I like Good Iowa. Time. It was a great time. Uh, the, the only problem was my back gave out halfway through my set, and I'm like, uh-oh. But... Uh, the thing about Iowa people is they're just so nice, actually, uh, but they sometimes feel like they could just talk to you during your set. And there are, there are some comedy clubs that, like, as soon as someone talks, they jump on you. Kick you out. They kick you out right away. A lot of the funny bones and improvs. A lot of the clubs that I play. Uh, I, I've been asked to leave a couple times. Really? Yeah. You're that guy? I didn't mean to be. I, I just once. Just once. That's 2010. 20, okay, 2010, that was. It was a long time ago. By the way, so we got the fight professor coming in. Uh, a legend. Apparently, I was a heckler. I didn't. I didn't really mean to be a heckler. Uh, Steve Quadros. So Steve Quadros AKA the squid. You know. Did you ever call any of Andrew's fights? By the way. No, but uh, I, I, I I got to know Andrew at uh, uh, Nokia, right? At the Nokia Theater. Yes. Because yeah. so, I used to call the. Uh, uh, University of MMA uh, fights. I used to do the yeah, commentary, yeah. and I was like, "Oh shit, my like the legend." One of the reasons why I was getting, trying to get into commentary, sitting ringside. Well, to say that. Yeah, he did. No, you are a legend, man. I mean, I, I, nobody get dinner after the fights, and we just became friends. Yeah, no, no. The thing about you, Steve, and I gotta say, man, for a guy uh, who has done what you've done in the fight world. With Stephen, you have you probably are one what, of the. What are you doing again? You, you've you've called some of the greatest fights of all time, and you've uh, you you know you're also a eighth degree black belt or something some kind of insane. Thirteenth now. Yeah. No, what are, what are you really? The, the, the elevator. How many? Are you a red belt yet? How how far are you from a red belt? Uh, no, I, I'm postmenstrual. <laughs> so, but a guy like that, you are one. Of, I was going to say you're one of the most down to earth and humble people that I've ever met in this business, uh, which is probably why you're not farther along. But but you are. You're a just very because, just because I'm the greatest doesn't necessarily mean I'm humble. You are you're very humble, man. You're very easygoing. You're one of those guys that will talk to anybody uh, and treat everyone. You treat everyone the same. Uh, which is which how is we got him on the show. which is super oh, which is super to anyone. which is super cool man and something somebody that like I you know you see some so many people in Hollywood you see them comics you know you see them before they're famous during they're famous and then whatever and they just change and I don't know if, I don't know if you've ever were, were like that in back when you were calling Fedor versus Crow Cop or whatever but uh, did you call that fight by the way I did not that was after I left okay well, who, who what are some of the biggest fights you've called. Uh, Noguera versus uh, Fedor won, and that was a freaking class. It was like Ollie nice. Frazier. And of course, Sakuraba versus, you know, Hoist Gracie, the first one, which was 90 minutes. And then uh, there were a number of other ones that around the world, like the one in uh, Wembley Arena, where it was, uh, it was Cyborg versus Melvin Manoff. Wow. It was very obscure to people, most people because most people are you know, whatever they're, yeah, yeah. whatever they're programmed to believe from what they read on the media. Yeah. You know, but uh, that fight, they punched themselves out so much that they were like standing up with their <laughs> arms down in the second round, like thinking, I gotta lift my arms up to hit this guy. And finally, Melvin Manoff 
KO Cyborg, but it was one of the craziest fights ever. Was that Cage Rage though, or was that yes, a, it was. It was Cage Rage, right? Now, now when you Great were co- show, man, Cage Rage was Cage Rage was the shit back then. Dude, I, I always watched Cage Rage, man. The, the, that's where uh, Anderson Silva fought uh, the the guy that made that biggest robbery ever, or whatever. Uh, no, actually, that was wasn't that Cage that Rage? was before Cage Rage. And, and the guy from a, England, that was yeah. the guy that knocked out Tito in the street fight. Yeah. What was yeah. his name again? Lee Murray. Lee Murray. Lee Murray. Yeah, yeah. He's a friend of mine. You know, now he's uh, you know in a hotel in Morocco <laughs> with bars. Yeah. But um, yeah, no, that was some crazy stuff because I, I got a picture of me, Lee Murray, and Ian Freeman in the cage in in London because I used to go over there like you know five six times a year to commentate for those guys, and that was the most budding outfit, Cage Rage. Andy Gear and David O'Donnell, they really put together, they had Anderson Silva, um, Vitor Shaolin Hibero was, oh. was the lightweight champion, Chris Lytle was the welterweight champion, uh, Antonio Silva, Bigfoot Silva was the heavyweight champion, I mean, it was flock, a flock of people who went on, you know. I think if Silva was still allowed to take TRT, he, he would still be a very dangerous man. Uh-huh. Like he, I, I think that was, he was a guy that probably was the only guy that I'm like should be t- allowed to take that stuff because I think he needed it to like live or something. I think they all should take it. Come also on. Ba- but I like back in the day with like from Hanato. By the way, Hanato just showed up. Uh, uh, he got pulled over by the police uh, on the way over here. Yeah, you, you saw the car stop over there? No, no follow up Portuguese. Uh, uh, you saw the car stop over there? Uh, yeah. Sit down, sit down. Sit down. Oh, that was you? Yeah, that was me. Sit down. Oh, dude. You guys harassing me. You, 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 really? Uh, yeah. Did yeah. you tell him who you were? Yeah, I, I, as a matter of fact, I, I, think I told them I was going to a fucking podcast, and I said, listen, I, I, do, I do seminars for you guys, you know, for, for, for fallen cops and, and families and shit like that, and he goes, thank you, like, like sarcastic, like, mm-hmm. well, thank you very much, you know. What did he pull you over for? For, um, I, I'm supposed to get a, sm- a, to get a, sm- a smog check. A smog check? check. Yeah. There's all this fucking... Crime and, and bullshit going on in LA. So me. I said, I said, listen, I, I'm trying to get to this podcast. Yeah, yeah. So I'm trying to get to this podcast. You know where it was? Height in front of the building. Yeah, I think I saw it right there. And I said, I said, listen, man. You know, can you, and then he was just being, you know, just being a small fucking asshole. And then another thing is, <clears throat> I walked right by Do you, you need to? Yeah, I know. And I tried to say, I hi, you didn't see the window. So. Um, <clears throat> You couldn't see it because it, it was all smoggy. <laughs> yeah, and, and meanwhile, I have a fucking Honda. You know what I mean? I have a Honda S2000. It's not going to have a fucking smog. There's no smog. Why smog it. check? Like, 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 is that really even a, a but, crime? Not having a fucking smog check? Like, I mean, seriously. But I'm just saying the way that they treated it, too, was like, do they, do they customarily? I always thought it was just one guy come to your window. This this guy comes this side. This guy yeah, comes their this guns side. Run or no? And then and then the guy starts banging on my fucking window. The guy on the passenger seat and she starts freaking out. He does. He's like, open the window, you know. And I'm like, like shut the fuck up, you know. Like, uh, and I'm just trying to stay calm and I'm making it, you know. They didn't have the guns drawn or nothing, but but it's just like, it's uh, you're, I don't know. Yeah, your blood's up, but you got away with no ticket though. Yeah, I got a ticket. You got a ticket? Yeah, fix it, fix it, chicken. Oh, you know, whatever, that's whatever, whatever. whatever. It, that's not even the point. It, it, the point is, leave me the fuck alone. Well, you're you know? here now. Yeah, I, I know, I know, He's I know. It's just one of those things when you know you can beat the, the fucking living shit out of somebody <laughs> and they can just control you. And I just don't understand. I'm saying like a smile. I could see if you were speeding, if you went through a red light, and the, or, or, <laughs> or, or or something where they have a point to, t- to, pull, to pull you over. But to, to go around going, oh, wait, he needs a smog check, is just, so, to me, it's yeah. come on. And, and also the reason why I even went that fucking way was because this, this construction over here, I couldn't get through. You know, the, the other one? Uh, 
And so I was like, oh, I'm going to be fucking late. So I go around the shit. Do you think he pulled you over, had no reason, and then said, oh, you didn't smoke? No, they had to have, they, they had to have just saw it. Nah, they probably saw it, you know. They just saw it and said, hey, look, let's get that guy, whatever. I don't know what the, I don't know what the fuck they're thinking. You think, it was, you think Vinnie Magalie sent him? I don't know. I don't know. But it just, it, you know, it, it make me like, you know, that same feeling you get when you want to get into a fight, you know? Of course. Where you start shit, you know, you just start, you, the anger, you know? Yeah. Where you can't, you can't see straight, you just want to fight, you know? Uh, yeah. And then when the guy gave, the, when the guy gave the, the sarcastic, uh, the sarcastic thank you after I said, listen, you know, I do, a, I teach jujitsu, I, I do charity seminars for you guys. For fallen soldiers, all that kind of stuff. I'm one of the good guys, you know? And they're like, oh, well, thank you very much. You know, like, uh, and, and it's like, you know what? Yeah, you wish you had a fucking, I wish I could have fucking. Sh- no, 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 no. I'm just saying, I'm just saying that that's how I feel. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to do that. That's how I feel. It makes me want to go, you know what? Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah. You know? Have you guys ever it's had bullshit. a cop pull a gun on you? Yeah, of course. Are yes. you serious? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. For what? Uh, for walking outside my apartment in Hollywood, they were busting some gangbanger. And I, I went over there and looked, and I thought, okay, it was Saturday night. I was all dressed up nice. We're going to go to some club. And I start walking away. I go, hey, you. I go, what? I just, no, don't worry about it. And he goes, and he pulls out his gun. He goes, stop right there, motherfucker. You know? yeah. And so I'm, I'm looking at this guy, the blonde guy with a little blonde mustache. I think it was the character that they fashioned that uh, Pac-Man character in the colors. Yeah. Uh, oh, this guy. I thought you meant the Pac-Man that he one. Uh, Manny Pacquiao. So, no, like, the, the video. Yeah. No, no, but you know it was the movie. Uh, Colors. I know, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that one. Okay. So I, I'm sitting there going, okay, and this guy pointed a gun. Three fifty-seven was before you know Glocks and Berettas and all that shit. That one of blow I, your fucking hat off. Yeah, and I said, I said, remember, Clint Eastwood always shoots the bad guys. <laughs> goes, okay, smart. Yeah, yeah. Watch where you're going. Puts his gun in his holster and like that. It was like a block and a half from the police station, right? So yeah. Like a little body. You know, there, there's some really good cops, and then there are of some course. guys that I knew in high school that were complete bullies. That this was their way of becoming a bully in like the, like older years, like you know, uh, yeah, yeah, like yeah. especially Long Island. I have a lot of them. Like, yeah, like, like they just, just Long Island douchebags. Yeah, they're they, like they love shaking people. They didn't want to go to college, or, or they just just went to write to the people. I'm like, man, they, yeah. now they're. I got family on the force. And yeah. He's an instructor now, and he was a former sharpshooter in Iraq and Afghanistan. He's a good guy, you know. But then you know there are bad cops like the guy that jacked me, and there was another guy. It was a couple of them in Hollywood. Yeah. Himself. So, well, uh, uh, real quick though, yes. but I want to say about cops is just like we can't, they're no different than anybody else. Right. They fucking got cool guys, weird guys, assholes, sweet yeah. people, gay people, you know, that there's everything in the fucking force. I mean, Strikers, why would scalpers. we expect, why would we yeah. expect it to be any different than the that rest of true. a life, yeah. you know? Like, you see cops, you got, have to guess, unless throw, some throw hands, some. Some so, guy, you know, some are wrestlers, some are yeah. jiu-jitsu. Yeah, yeah, a yeah. lot of them ain't the best hustlers from a lot of the videos I've seen. <laughs> yeah. They get mounted like a, and it stuff. It looked like yeah. a peewee football, you know, you know, where they got five kids taking down one fat kid, you know? Yeah. It, it don't look that technical. So, um, yeah, go ahead. So, as we were saying, so I was in a, uh, we were talking about uh, your some of your legendary... We're going, uh, we're going back. Back to legendary fights. Um, oh, yeah, now, a lot of them. Now, uh, thank you. Now, when Sakuraba Gracie, you were talking about the hour and a half... Did you know how good Sakuraba was before that fight? I had suspicions, but that was a true test because Hoist had basically dominated the UFC, the early UFCs, won what, three of the first four tournaments and was like a semifinalist in the other one where he got hurt and he had Harold Howard get the bye run. 
But uh, oh, I love Harold Howard. Yeah, dude, dude, dude. It's only if, totally, if you get going, the, the hair though, one. Mm, very yeah, nice stuff. He was he was uh, Daniel McBride before Daniel McBride. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, and he, and he had the the tooth thing and it, oh. what was it? The shit. If you're coming on, then come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, anybody out here who's young uh, to this game, look up Harold Howard. <laughs> You're not gonna be disappointed. Don't hate the hair. He's probably the best ever. <laughs> so, so, so. Right handle. Grow the bag. Eat the bag. Yo, I don't want to get hit by that. So, so Sakuraba, you had suspicions he was as good as he was. Yeah, because Sakuraba was doing well, and he had that bait match with Hoyler Gracie, which was apparently was supposed to have no referee stoppage, and it was referee stoppage. But Sakuraba was dominating the fight because it was a weight situation, and Sakuraba was just different. That he was throwing back kicks and crazy moves. Uh, Sakuraba in a pre-fight press conference um, was was working out and he was wearing a diaper and people said, "Dude, why are you wearing a diaper?" He goes, "Well, I never shit. know. The thing is unlimited time limit. I might have to go to the bathroom and fight." Oh, oh wow! Shit, that's small. He's he's thinking out the box. Yeah. yeah. He gets wow. him on a triangle with like. Too wow. bad. Too bad. Justin Kish didn't think that. Wow. And, and I thing, like that. The funny thing was, is that the day before the event, which was a huge deal, it was, a, it was the finals of the Pride Grand Prix. They had the opening round in January, and this was like I think May, and um, the rule meeting came, and Hoist Gracie had specifically demanded and got different rules than the other guys. Unlimited time limit. Everybody else had to fight one or two rounds. That was it. And yeah. You had to make a decision and go on. But Hoist was no judges, no anything. So Hoist Gracie didn't show up to the rule meeting. Sakuraba, who was always really quiet and mellow, was pissing, yelling. And I took a picture of him. He's like ready to kick somebody's ass right then and there and screaming and yelling. And then the fight played out, as you know, when right. the three guys walked out with the masks. Yeah. And you didn't know which one was... I said, but, but you can tell me. <laughs> One of them is Chinese. <laughs> was he pissed at a disrespect for not being in the, in, in the rules well, meeting? He, or he, is he, it he a... thought it was like you, you wanted unlimited time limit. You wanted special rules that nobody else had because you had that kind of clout. Yeah. Right. But then you're not even going to show up for the rule meeting. It was just like a ceremony. Right. Now, now when he beat Hoyce Gracie. Crowd, why he have a crowd? I don't understand that. He have a kind of crowd? What kind of crowd? Uh, Royce Gracie, because he was a big name, he was the biggest name in, in ever. But what crowd have to do with this? <laughs> no, no. Sourkraut? No, no, not crowd. Clout. Clout. What clout. that means? Oh, like on the sky? Like yeah, yeah, cloud. like clout. Like, like, like respect. Yeah. Like up in the clouds? Yeah, yeah. Like, you up in the clouds. What you been smoking? <laughs> Wait, Speaking of which, by the way, we're sponsored by LA Speedweed, so t- uh, you can go in that box and you can take, what- take whatever you want. That's natural medicine. Yeah. I don't want- you saw already what happened to the cops for a smog check. Well, yeah. If I have that box, they're going to come up and they're going to prison. So, um. Asshole, I'm so, going to blow you away, brother. Now, 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 how did the Gracies react when Hoist lost? What? Uh, well, that was one of those things. There was, there was a. Uh, somebody was tweeting back and forth. What was the last time in modern era somebody threw in the towel? Yeah. yeah. They threw in the towel. After you know ninety minutes, because the low kicks were just brutal. Right. It was, um, it, it was a thing where I don't. I wasn't around Horian or Elio to get the reaction, but I'm sure that because Hoist when he went into the airplane, you know, oh, the legs swelled the, up. The pressure. The well, legs yeah. swelled up. So when he got off, there's a wheelchair. Okay. Yeah, they tell you not to do that. When, like to fly after if you get some shit. Did, like, did you did, did, did you work that? Jacked up. Yeah. Did you work the Henzo one when Henzo didn't tap? And oh, his arm. He got his, this yeah. Steven Seagal elbow thing. Yeah. Yeah. You 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 uh, you yeah, you yeah, called yeah, that yeah, one? Yeah. It was like nuts because it was one of those things where that was a real legit top contender guys. Henzo, who's a killer, yeah. against Sakuraba, and everybody said, well, if there's a grace to beat Henzo right now, 
other than Hickson, this guy right here. And it was one of those things where he did that, you know, back control you know, defense. And like I said, he did the Steven Seagal fake arm break, you know. Now, were you yelling, stop the fight, or, or I mean... He's not yelling that. <laughs> stop the fight. I mean, when you, see the guy's, when you see the guy's arm get, like, yeah, but taken you, off, what, I mean, what were you like thinking? Take his, no, <laughs> I've seen off. Teddy Atlas. You ever see Teddy Atlas? Oh, Teddy Atlas. Stop the fight! Yeah, holy yell, stop the fight. Right. Teddy Atlas, yeah, the well, boxer. Teddy Atlas is a different guy. He's from, like, East New York, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I think he is. Yeah. Yeah. That's a heel chart. He went on a nice rant yesterday about Adelaide Bird, too. But he's Teddy Atlas. Atlas yeah. is a heel chuff like that's the dude who what's his name uh, Mike Tyson, Tyson trying yeah. to get fresh with his like sister. niece or something he put a I think it was his sister oh. he put a jammy ah. to his yeah. yeah but I'm saying like everybody that was when everybody was afraid of Mike well, Tyson well his, his you know? scar he has a scar that yeah, goes like, like yeah. halfway that's down that's like a heel I, New York chuff guy I think you were more afraid of Teddy Atlas back then probably, I, probably. You know, and now they're probably even more because yeah. the monitor he's up to the monitor he's screaming at the monitor so, I mean but like he's a guy's arm is hanging off what were you saying or what were you thinking screaming yeah you can't curse, you know. So we're going OMG and everything else. We're thinking, oh, is that you can't real? even say, oh my God, you have to say OMG. No, no, no I said oh, okay. that. You know, but we, we oh, LOL. <laughs> did you work that one with uh, Coleman? That was obvious work. Uh, <gasps> we, we did that. Okay. This is a, a how fact. dare you? I, I love Mark Coleman. How that, dare he you? He even kind of admits that that he, he even he says kind of admits? he sort of says like you know what I did some things that I probably shouldn't have and they promised me another fight and Are you I don't even want to. Okay, in Pride they did works. You, did you you're work, suggesting that? Yeah, did you work? Did that one? Uh, yes, and here's here was the situation. Pride had already had eight shows prior to them having us come in Boston I, to do the English language commentary. So we go went into the studio to do the commentary, and we did such a good job, everybody thought we were live, right? So mm. that was one of them, and Boss said, okay, this one. <laughs> yeah, yeah. About this one. I go, fishy. don't worry, I'll set this, Boss, don't worry, I'll take care of it, I'll take care of it. I have everybody that's Stephen Quadras on the fight, because alongside El Waco, Boss, blah, 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 blah. Set this one up for us, Boss. <laughs> and he goes, uh, and then they do the thing we called it, and then I say, I think something to the effect, and I don't study the old work, I say, who would have thought that Mark Coleman would have tapped out to a heel hook from Takata, which we all knew that. Yeah. Everybody said, well, I think he's going to die to a heel hook on this one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, but, you know, I, I wasn't in any rooms or any deals were cut. I just called the fight. Right, right, right. That's, that's our but job. afterwards, was there like, be, but did you, did you guys feel yeah. kind of dirty afterwards? Did you sort of like... Feel like it his fault. He's I know, but it's just sort of, of process. He's doing his job. Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. See, uh, that was before he went on to beat both Chance and all these other killers. Yeah. So it obviously didn't slow his momentum. If anything, it built him up. You know, like a buildup of bodily functions that you need to expunge yeah. at some point. So, uh, anyway, I uh, I got back from Jeez. Iowa. I was talking about Iowa to start the show. So Iowa. Um, thinking about the crowds in Iowa, they're the nicest people, but they sometimes want to talk back to you. Uh, so I'm on stage, and the first thing I, I told a joke about, you know, some girls don't like giving head. I call those girls single, right? And then some lady goes, I don't like giving head, like right in front, well, with her husband. I go, oh, I'm, oh. I'm like, he must be thrilled, and he's like, tell me about it. Oh. <laughs> so, so, Just kill yourself. So like, I'm like, why do you not like giving head? She's like, I get TMJ. Uh, so well, at least she's telling you the guy got a big dick, right? Too much. That's part of it, too. <laughs> so yeah, so that was ah, GMJ. 
I mean, she goes, I go right to the to like the, the fucking is what she basically said. So, uh, which you know, she ain't got that oral fixation. But she's stupid. Like she just don't have the high technique. She could learn to use mostly her hand and go crap yeah. like that. Yes. Like, she don't have to go like. Nah. And then she's probably biting on that fucking thing like a mad dog after a bomb. <laughs> hey, I got a question here. Yeah, your mic is so fine. Last time I was uh, I was here. <laughs> Clearly, my mic was turned off, and I sound like I was you. By the way, we, uh, we are sorry about that. That was my fault. I, I didn't adjust. This guy sounded like uh, Biggie Small. You ever heard of Biggie Small interview? You know how uh, I'm not suggesting this about you, but you know how uh, like obese characters. He's no longer. He's now Darth Vader. Like this, they go like. Yeah, like they, they sound like they're snoring when I they're I wasn't awake. even close to you know. Either. I know that's the funny thing. Yeah. I'm not blaming on you, but and you know like it was my fault. It where, was my where fault. Yeah. What's his name was like. My mom put a knife to the knife to cheek neck. You know how uh, um fucking uh, Biggie Small? Yeah. He is, he's breathing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. He said his, his Asian mama. Put a knife to his okay, so and, okay, so this time but anyway. So I'm a little wary. Imagine my dismay when I come. First of all, I see that I have the only one that you can't fix in a certain direction. By the way, yes, you can. By the way, people. Yeah. By the way, up, by the way, people that want to watch this. By the way, you can watch the show on Pluto TV. How you, you can, did that? And you can get it on. Uh, you can get it on your iPhone. You can get it on your Android. You can get it on Roku. Apple you can get TV. it on Apple TV. Okay. Amazon Laranja TV. And it's all free. Okay. You this don't will have to be on demand this episode. We're going to start putting the show on demand. So you demanded it. Well, you can. Have you, it you don't have to pay for it. Okay. So Fantastic. You can. And, and they don't have to pay me for it either. <laughs> so, yes. Well, you so, can. wait, hold on. Here's another stuff. Yeah. I love also how you guys took extra care. <laughs> To put some nice electrical tape on here just yeah. to make sure everything is nice for me. All right. So, so just extra buttress. All right. Back don't to Iowa. But don't he used shot, the white man's dude. magic to help fix that. Okay. So back to Iowa. So then, right? So then, then I'm going. And then there's this one guy in the back, this big tall guy in the back. And I, and I, I was asking the crowd. I'm like, oh, you've been married for uh, you know 40 years. I just got married. Any advice? Some fucking asshole in the back goes, I got advice, kill yourself. Right? I was like, yeah, so he was sort of laughing, and I was like, oh, that's my dad. You know, he comes, oh, he, 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 he comes to bad. all my shows. But then the guy goes, uh, I go, are you married? And then his, his girl was like, no. And then she's like, and he goes, yeah, but I, I got a sex tape with her. You want to see a video of her, of her blowing me? Like, this is what the guy tells me during my show. Uh, so he's starting to lose yeah. control. Yeah. I was like, I'm sure it's a short film. And then the place just went. Ballistic. Oh, so you worked with it? Yeah, I worked with it. Got him. Got, got him good. But it was the Iowa was fun. Iowa, I actually had a good time. Other than blowing out my back, uh, which is like I'm on stage and all of a sudden my back just kills. So I don't know what happens. So I've been using the CBD oil, like I said, the roll-on, and oh. this has been actually helping my back out a lot. Uh, you can get well, from you can get what from kind Speedway of properties delivered have, right to your house. You can get it from Speedway. What kind of properties they have on there? Like what it do, does to you? And he lacks your back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It kind of numbs it a little bit. And, it numbs uh, your brain too. Yeah, it numbs it's not your natural brain. Natural marijuana. Uh, and then I came back. Um, and then uh, wait, what that means? It says it says congratulations free on there. Uh, it, that, why it have Portuguese? It says part of band free. I don't know. Uh, That's interesting. Stephen, yeah, will right. you read that? No follow. Uh, cruelty free. Cruelty H free. No, no HGM. Cruelty free. No HGM. No, yeah, no. Certified organic ingredients. Active ingredients. Cannabis oil. Why is it? Not, not why, congratulations. Why, it says cannibal oil, not congratulations. What? What? No, no, not that. The, the part of bands is, I mean, congratulations uh -oh. in, in, in Portuguese. Uh, 
Why, why is cruelty free? There's not. There's. Uh, uh, there, there, no animals will no. hurt that. But let's talk about the fight that happened last week. Uh, a couple fights. Uh, first of all, let me let me. Here's here's my thoughts on the Triple G Canelo fight. Um, I thought. Maybe Triple G, uh, maybe Canelo, I gave him three rounds if I was being nice. If I was looking to give him rounds, yeah. I would have given him three rounds. The later ones. Losing maybe round 11, that was one where I think he definitely yeah. won. I didn't see him winning at all. And, you know, boxing is so stupid because they had two weeks in a row or th- two out of three weeks where they could have actually really stepped up their game. Uh, when you, first, you had the McGregor-Mayweather fight, right? Which... I think they screwed it up by having 19 undercard fights yeah, that, was crazy. that nobody fucking knows. They could have actually put good guys on there, like that heavyweight from uh, Alabama, Deontay Wilder. Ooh. You put him on there. You put uh, the guy, the, 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 that amazing guy from uh, from Russia who's like 901 as an amateur. You put it, yeah. whatever that guy's name. You know what I'm talking about? You, yeah. If you, you would have stacked it. Everybody, but instead, but there's, not, there's not enough it, money. It has to, to do with promoters. It has to do. With I know, life. but that's the problem. Yeah, they can't work with each other because I thought the car was stacked. Though I thought it was. We was lucky that we even got the other shit. You know. But they <laughs> screwed it up by doing that, and then all of a sudden, and then they also made it so that you can't order it as well. Like they screwed up on the ordering. So then this week, all right, you got Canelo Triple G. Everyone's excited. It was pretty much obvious to everybody except for Adelaide Bird. I don't know why she's the ref. And, and now people are going, fuck boxing again. This fake. It's fixed. Yeah. MMA is better. What are but, you know, Well, okay. So first of all, yes, that was bullshit. And you hide about that. Even if you gave uh, Canelo, who, who I like, by the way. I'm not an anti-Canelo guy. I love that guy. Uh, you Even if you gave him, you know that one where he buckled... Uh, yeah, Triple get- G. You could have even gave him a ten. Even if you gave him Chen Eight. Even if you gave him Chen Eight on two of the fucking hounds, he still don't win the match, and it's still not a draw. So it's it's, it's silly. Um, but co- correct me if I'm I'm wrong. Yeah, uh, don't we have the same people in charge of the judging in MMA? It's just all come from the athletic commission. It's no? the Vice yeah. Athletic so, Commission. Yep. It's not that boxing is crooked, per se. But people don't know that, though. No, no, I'm just saying, but I was thinking about this shit just today. Um, like, all these years, ever since I'm a little kid, it's been like this. We've been complaining about the same shit. Yeah. It's like, somebody needs to step in. Who needs to step in? Who would need to be able to control these fucking people? The, the government? I mean, what? who needs to but say... I heard that 30 is three judges. Enough. Why can't it be more judges? That, or, but, but also, or, why is it okay... What other job can you just be terrible at and destroy the people's career? You know what I mean? I mean, if you was a director and you made terrible movies that always flop and the studio always lost millions, why would they let you direct things with A-list movie stars over and over and over again when you're destroying people's maybe, shit? Maybe, maybe those people are also judging boxes, that, fights that aren't as high profile and doing a decent job in it. But Steve, what's your thought on this? Uh, I gave Canelo maybe four rounds, the second, third, and the 11th and 12th. Uh, I, I thought that Triple G clearly won, but it was a thing where Canelo did land some power punches, but he would start fast in the round and fade almost every round, especially in the last half of the fight. I thought it was clear to me. I think that this judge is definitely you know, a problematic judge. They gotta really think about mainly benching her or basically ending her career. I think it's it's one of those things, just like Hanato said about the film director thing. I, I think that judging, I always said, and I've been a judge before. Have you ever been a judge? I have, well, no. You, you only God, only my God. It's a pain in the ass, to be honest, if it's a close fight. 
But the thing is, now they have punch stats. And so when they have punch stats, I'm thinking, why do they even need judges? Just go to the punch stats. Well, they, they yeah, because there's a like, they, yeah. the, the, the people, it's part of a process. They want the fans, who can we complain to? Oh, the judge. Let's yeah, but then a guy might throw 5,000 pity patty punches yeah. and win fights, so. It definitely but they, is. But, they, but the punch stat accounts for power punches and just pity pat punches. Yeah. They do. Yeah. So you should just go to the punch stats. Why even have judges? Yeah, power punches is key. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... It's so weird, and but don't you now? I my dad told me that uh, that the the odds on the draw went from thirty to one to fifteen to one that day, uh, which they said Ooh. so much money must have come in on the draw that day to go from thirty to wow. fifteen. So do you? Th- he's like he, my dad's like. Listen, in fifteen twenty years from now, you're gonna find out this fight was one of the biggest. Do you think that that's possible? That absolutely uh, possible. Sure. Likely, no. It, possible, it, yes. Yeah, I, I think theoretically it's possible because they're looking for a fall person. And I say person because it, I wouldn't say fall guy because Adelaide's a woman. But it's one of those things where you have to say, yeah, but people are going to definitely move on. They're going to have a rematch. So there's not going to be enough, enough heat because these guys don't hate each other. They're not in each other's face. They don't understand how to play the promotional game. That's yeah. one thing. Yeah, but Mexicans are going to order fights. Unfortunately, though, in it's MMA, be on Cinco Mayo, a lot of too, people man. are learning how to prom- play the promotional game, and they're doing these fake smack talk things. And it's, I don't know what's worth. No smack talk. <laughs> fake smack talk. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, hey, but triple. Mother, what's the next line? Uh, oh, it's, yeah. But Triple G, I mean, the thing about Canelo, Mexico, I mean, he could fight a paper bag and people are going to pay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And Triple yeah. G also has that Armenian... Uh, That's Kazakhstan. Let's Kazakhstan. Kaz- yeah, Armenian is like, isn't he kind of Armenian also? No, he's Kazakhstani. One hundred. Uh, speaking of Armenian, it's always uh, Borat. Off the off the cup. Uh, so yesterday, Coach Edmund went on oh. the MMA Hour and says that Ronda Rousey has a shot of beating Cyborg. Oh boy! Now is he trying to get? Is he, is he in her will or something? And he's trying to get cashed out? I like, think he just. Wh- you know what? I think he will take any opportunity to make money. That I don't know the man, but that's my that's my hypothesis on yeah. there. But she'd make money fighting Gina Carano. Uh, or, or somebody sure. that she could actually anybody, beat. She has a shot is, to win. Is, everybody keeps on no. bringing up Gina Carano. Is is she even interesting fight? I don't even hear no, her. No, but she's probably shit. the only person in the top five right now that Ronda Rousey would beat. I, you know, uh, I, or we could definitively say you know, someone and, who hasn't fought in nine years or yes. something like that. Yeah, I mean, I, look, I, I think that he he knows. Okay, she probably got one big marquee fight. Left, you know but, what I mean? Like, but why one, a 145 pounder who's a fucking there's one killer? Thing, the, the, the I have no idea. Maybe he knows it won't happen, the, so he's saying it. Yeah, I don't see, know. the power of talk. Nick Diaz said, You know what? Screw MMA, I'm gonna go into boxing, I'm gonna fake fight Jeff Lacey. Lacey, remember that? Yeah, oh, yeah. Left hook and, Lacey. Remember that? everybody said, No, no Lacey would fight that guy. Lacey would have <laughs> and then all of a sudden, he talked about it, and then all of a sudden, he got paid a lot more money to pick, fight somebody else. Yeah, yeah. There's a game yeah. of talk. Yeah, but, yeah, but Ronda's making, like, like, making money. If, if, if you're not relevant, those people are talking about you. Honda's not it, making the same. A lot of the deals that, I mean, look, I don't know. Parts. I'm not her, you know, manager or whatever. I'm only knowing what I hear, just like you guys. I don't, I don't really talk to her yeah. uh, much anymore, ever. Um, uh, but she, uh, a lot of those deals and shit, it's not the same. You know, when no, when you sign, people learn the hard way. When you sign a lot of deals, people don't know this in Hollywood. You sign like TV contracts and shit. It's happened to me before. You sign a contract. And they're like, wow, you got you you, you wow, you got for three years, three years or or three movie deal, whatever. That's for you. You have to do that. <laughs> you, on your part, you got to do that. On in the little fine print on there, 
they get to clip you whenever the fuck they yeah. want. So, and when you're new to the game, then you're not gonna get, you're not gonna turn that deal down. No, you're if right. you're a Honda house, you're not gonna go. Well, I'm not taking you thing to play Superwoman because you could get hit of me if I don't win fights, whatever. So. There's a lot of no, opportunities. No, I wasn't saying that she's making the money that she was making before yeah. those years. I'm saying that if Ronda Rousey came back to the UFC, she would make a ton of money if she fought uh, Cyborg or if she fought Who? Lauren Murphy. I'm just saying Ronda uh, Rousey has that name, that star power, where yeah. people would pay to see her. Personally, I think it would be a mistake. I think she should ride off into the sunset and do pro wrestling and do movies. That's what I would do if I, I was her children. Yeah, but movies, it, I don't think people are, I mean, the well, no, but WWE yeah, exactly. would be, maybe, that's maybe the number now, one. But maybe after people get over the smoking being cleared of the two knockout losses, she can still come in and there be, well, legitimately, I'm an Olympic medalist and, yeah. this, and I was the champion, I was down by four. Because people are very forgiving over things. We're Duran, he quit in the middle of the That's fight. That's true. He got cast out forever. Boy. And then now everybody yeah. wants to have pictures with him. And yeah. people making movies about him and all that shit. Times change, yeah. man. Yeah. yeah, imagine yeah. for a, a Latino fighter who was known to be a fucking dog. Macho. He was known to be a macho fucking dog Killer, of a man. Right. And to actually give up to like a pretty boy black, you know. What's crazy though is that I he, heard, I heard. He he gave up though because he was like this guy's running from me. No, according to no, him, according, according to him, according to him, he my said brother, this guy. My brother, did you watch that fight? Yes, of course. And you, according did that to him, look like that to you? according to him, he according to say, him, he could say anything. But you see what you see with your fucking eyes. Talk. Yeah, 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 you see what you see with your eyes. Words come out. You yeah. know, God bless the president. Anyway, oh um, God, I don't bring. Don't make my day. My day. I have enough of that guy. I heard some of the craziest Duran stories. I heard one story where he knocked out a horse. Yeah. And then I heard someone raped his sister. So he took the guy, took him to the top of a building, threw him off, went down, brought him back up, and threw him off again. I, I, I'm I, not surprised. <laughs> I'm not surprised. But then you think about that, and like he, he gave up against fucking Leonard. You know, yeah. 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 Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a great thirty for thirty about that. Yeah, I know that, that where Sugar Ray goes down to Panama and finds him. Okay, but Duran. Before then, he was given tax-exempt status in Panama because he was a legend. He beat Sugar Ray. He beat the Olympic gold medal. He was the top guy in the macho. Everybody wanted to be him. And then mm. when that happened, they had death threats after he quit against Sugar Ray, and his life went down. Yeah. And he, But he Depression. survived and built his way back up and beat Davey Moore, fought Marvin Hagler, almost beat Marvin Hagler. So the, the That's point when is, the fights was... I know, I know. See, the, the point is, with Ronda, her fighting career may be over, but people will forgive her over time because the accomplishments once you look at the, the knockout of Beth Carrera and beating you know Misha Tate a couple times these are dominant wins for her and she's moving in movies Roadhouse probably not going to happen though Dancing with the Stars she should go on Dancing with the Stars I think she'd probably do well on yeah that. shit like that there's opportunities out there for her she to make money and to sure. create yeah. but I don't know that <laughs> look, I'm going in a couple of weeks actually Dancing with the Stars really? yeah You're, with well, who? my best friend produces the show I go, oh, I go every season Nice. I go, to, I, go to, I go to one episode every season. It's actually very fun. I'm well, sure it is. Dana White and Chael Sonnen were there for the uh, Paige Van Zandt one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was cute. By the way, Paige is fighting uh, Jessica I. Good fight coming oh, up. That should be fun. That's a good one. I think the eyes going to win, though. That's very competitive. I yeah. think that's a good one because it's not too much for uh, Van Zandt. For both of them, Well, eyes going down, Paige going up. They're fighting at 125. I think they're in the same echelon. Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm saying. It's yeah. a good... It's a good test for like if Paige Van Sant could get past I, it's kind of like that's an evolution for her, you know? And then, you know, it's a test, it's a big chest. Let's talk about some of the fights that happened over the weekend, uh, MMA fights. 
Luke Rockhold, I was wrong. I thought, like I said, he was going to steamroll over David Branch, which he did in, in the did second get, round. Did you get worried? What, I, what, how, about, how about when he just 100% I was like, I don't know anything about fighting. Uh, you know what it looked like? It reminded me of uh, that Phil Borgoni when he had that dude. Against uh, Dave Manet. Dave Manet, yeah. Against, I thought it was going to turn out. I thought, yeah. I'm the best guy. I'm the man. I'm the fucking best. Yeah. I'm the best. I'm the fucking best ever. Hey, listen, when Frank Vincent died, First guy I texted was Phil. Oh, yeah. Because Phil used the shine box line a bunch of times. Of course. Uh, you know? So I said, Frank Vincent. All right, uh, Pete. And he didn't get back to me. I was like, ah. Then after the Triple D thing, he calls me. Yeah. yeah. Everything I'm fighting, whatever. No, so uh, that beginning, I was like, whoa. I thought maybe, my first thought was Rockhold overlooked this guy. Uh, he didn't take him seriously. But... In the second round, that's when you saw the class where Rock holds a little bit of a, of a higher class than Dave Branch. You, you know what, but, Branch? I saw uh, Branch talking about it. What's that? And, uh, about the fight. Yeah. And, and he said, he's, you know, he said, hats off to him. He said, you know, he, uh, he, you know, that boy could fight, blah, blah, blah. And he said, uh, you know, we had, I, I, uh, he said, I did not take him lightly. I, uh, but he said one one thing though is the whole time we never anticipated him going for a takedown. So we didn't we didn't even because they thought that he thought he was gonna knock him out. You know, right? So they thought like there's no way. Yeah, but, yeah, but I'm mean, just saying. At the same I'm just time, saying. at the same time, yeah, I understand what you're saying, but at that at that level though, no, no, true, true. But, I mean, how do you not suspect it? I, I mean, how do you not train? Shouldn't you know how to defend a takedown anyway? Look what he did anyway? to Chris Weidman. Look what he did to Chris. No, no, exactly. I'm, I'm just telling you. I, I know what he said, right? Um, yeah. And uh, <clears throat> it's interesting because, uh, but yeah, he got fucked up at the end. Yeah. He know? got, it but was I'll weird though. What, it was, now, what would you have done he, well, if you were, now he tapped the strikes, which I guess he's the last person to tap the strikes. And some people are like, what a pussy. Tap. Uh, I'm like, okay, first of all, you try having fucking Luke Rockhold on top of you, punching you in the face. Uh, Alex, oh, and not just in the that? face. You, you gotta remember, he wasn't in the face. He can't see nothing. Yeah, and, and he was can't like, move. It was two minutes yeah. left of the round. Uh, uh, like anybody that goes in there, anybody is yeah. not a pussy. And, and uh, yeah, and David sure. Branch. And look, oh, I just encourage anybody who 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 think David Branch is a pussy. Don't uh, keep it to yourself. Say say it to him. Say it to his face. Or even and see, anyone and see who taps the strikes is a pussy. Yeah. At the same time, what would you have done if you had Luke Rockhold on top of you? Here's the, here, what, what could he have done? Here's better? the only thing. I I can't I can't um, second guess anything that Branch did because I've hauled with the guy. Okay. He know what the fuck he's doing. Uh, I don't know how fucked up he was. I don't know how tired he was. I don't know what was going on, on with him at that point. But I will say this. Once he got to his stomach like that, and you got Hockhold crossing his feet and skydiving there, yeah, it's very hard at that point to get back onto your back. So you're not, you got nowhere to go. You can't go through the canvas, and then he's on top of you. And, the and it's hard, too. yeah, and the fence is there. And then he's, he's making your back arch. So then it's hard for you to fucking... Turn. So what should he have done? That's what I'm saying. I'm saying it, the the medicine is before that. Don't happened. get in that position. No, 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 Transition but, but, to but the mount was the too, so quick. It, I whatever he had, however he ended up going. No, because it was he was on his. He back. got a body lock and he had him side control and he quickly just took that mount and he turned over. Yeah, so I would never turn, turn over back. from the. I would have to be somebody mounting me. I could survive. I'd rather see that and not be able to see them. Yeah, I would rather be in a mount than have somebody on my back 
while I'm flat on my stomach. Blindside. Hundred percent. Hip escape. Yeah. Lock, so, uh, like a one way to roll because the fence is yeah, there, yeah. And, the, and, the, and you can't see the punches coming. You can be safe in the bound if you play that shit correct. Um, just buck and roll as much as you can. Yeah, and 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 here, exactly. you know, and and hide in the crotch, you know. I was just wondering, honestly, I was not. I'm just saying, like, I was just wondering, yeah. like, okay, what could he have done? Yeah, he could have done all that shit. However, this is us calm right now. Yeah, you saw how upset. I, I, was. I remember when I was in seventh grade wrestling and I was getting pinned. And I bridged, and I had a really good bridge. And I, and I go to my coach, is like, I lost like 12 to 2 or something. And then like, I, I go up, the coach is like, yeah, you got beat pretty bad. I go, but hey, that was a nice bridge. And he goes, if I wanted to see a bridge, I moved to Brooklyn. <laughs> so so the, the sort of like, don't get in that situation, you know? Um, I mean, but but it's easy to say. I mean, you know, and you, sometimes you get taken off guard by something, you know, like, you, have, you know how like you have a brain fart or something? Yeah. You know, like, you know when that guy, uh, he had a body lock takedown and just took him down? You know, sometimes... You just lose focus for one second, just like I said in basketball. Yeah. Somebody could, you know, in a big playoff game, yeah. somebody passes the guy the ball and he have butterfingers, or he yeah. he's about to do his move before he even catch it. He's just already on to the next thing. And it, oh, I'll tell you though, there was that. Okay, it's not like Luke can't hit because, especially from the from the yeah. mount, when you posture up like that, you get a lot of. Power. I'll tell you though, there was, a, one in the brain there was a legacy you, fight you last you. week on LFA, yeah. where this guy uh, from Africa. Was, was fighting, Ca- he was careful, fighting, watch your mouth. He was fighting an undefeated guy who was a black belt in judo and a college All-American. I forgot the guy's name. But this dude got put in rear naked choke in his back at least five times and got out every single time. And uh, That's not good. <laughs> that's not a good way to do it. Even Pat Militich was like, uh, man, change his name to Houdini because uh, he keeps getting out but of this. You don't want to be famous for... <laughs> That's what I hate. You know, people tell me some sometimes my students or whatever, like uh, I'll get I catch the guy like in a triangle or something like that, and then I, I see though that everybody else in the class, like the the lower belts and shit, he get in the triangle and they can't finish him there. So he think he go, well, you the only person that can get me, and I go, don't. That's not good practice being like, I can't get, I'll let people put me in a triangle because I hardly ever get tapped there. It's like, no, don't get in the fucking triangle. Why are you doing? No. No. You're not Br'er Habit, you know? Yeah, like, no, oh, it's, I'm, I, I'm fine in the triangle here. Yeah. This is not Uncle Hemus. You're, you're fighting from a disadvantage and trying to get, you know. You're fighting from a disadvantage. <laughs> no. I am. No, I'm, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. Now. What happened? You guys have an oh, no, we're, we're, calling, we're calling Sarah McMahon right now. We're going to have her on FaceTime. Uh, she, uh... She had a rough it's, a shame, it's a shame what happened to her not being able to have a relationship with me. Uh, we're going to talk about that, actually. Hey, let me just set it up like that where it's, uh, you know, I'm sorry that yeah, and then it, it'll her. turn out being about our relationship. 1,000% we're going to do that. But before we call her, I actually want to talk about oh, uh, no. fantasy football. Fantasy football is back, people, which means FanDuel is back, which is fan, fantasy football for everyday fans. New contests starting every week. No busted seasons. Something for everybody. Lots of contests to choose from, starting at just a dollar. Just pick a contest, choose your team, and watch your score real time. I play fantasy football on FanDuel. It is so much fun, and I win money every week. So I, Let I'm me not, get a taste of that one. Yeah, I'm, I'm telling you. I, FanDuel, I want some of you personally. You want some of my money? Pl- no problem. I, play. I just want your money. And not just me, over two and a half million players have won a cash prize playing fantasy football on FanDuel. Sign up today. Go to FanDuel.com. Join the 
Jo- uh, click the join now button and use my code MMA Roasted. New users get free entry into the NFL Sunday Million with over $1 million in cash prizes when you make your first deposit on FanDuel. Just visit FanDuel.com and sign up with MMA Roasted. That's FanDuel.com. Promo code MMA Roasted. Boyhood prohibited. I'm telling you. Fantasy football makes football so much more fun, and you can win some money. Uh, other fights this week. Hector Lombard. Man, that was, uh, that was rough. I'm a huge Hector Lombard fan. He's been on the show a billion times. Um, happy for Anthony Smith. Uh, and he's a tough, tough guy. He's also I a guy. I, I, for some reason, I like that kid. I, I, I always hoot for that kid. Even hey. when he was in the other, what was he in? Strike Force? Yeah. yeah. I, 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 somehow, I, I just something about the kid I like. I don't he's know. He's got a chip on his he's shoulder. He's not the best I've ever seen in my life. But I, I will always watch one of his fights. I, li- I like He's really comfortable with, with himself, but I wish he would grow a mullet. <laughs> he, he, he deserves I, something I think, like that. I think he should, because you know, the shaved head thing, you're like everybody else. Get a mullet. Right? You know what? what I, you know I'm trying to figure out with him? Because um, I'm usually not hung about this, but I have been hung in the past. I, he ever looked to me like either one of his parents is either black or half black. You know the I like, think he you is. Know, yeah, you know like he, Jason yeah, yeah. Kidd, you know? He does have that. You're because, right. Or like Blake Griffin. Yeah. Like like but you know who I thought that for the longest time, even I used to tell people. Robbie Lawler? No, but he really is half like a, oh, is a he? Filipino or something. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's why he looked like that. But 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 uh, I used to tell people, and I was wrong about this. I thought Nate Marquardt was one of those kind of cat. You know, he have those lips, and he have like that head. I thought Kevin Lee head. was half black. Uh, Kevin Lee, or ha- part Asian, or something. I, oh no, no, so black people sometimes come like that. <laughs> no, I'm you mean they come like that? God was make them like that. But uh, but but Anthony Smith has a chip on his shoulder, and, he, and you know what? I don't know if Hector overlooked him. What I will say about Hector Lombard is, you know, there are certain guys out there that need that would do a lot better if there was like a 175 pound weight class because well, there's not. he's too small for 85 and he's too big for 70. And it's so weird that they go from 55 uh, to 70 to 85 to 205. Hey, 205 to 260. Hey, he, have a cruiserweight. Mike Chison yeah. was a little... Uh, ball like that, and he didn't. You but know, eventually, he, he, he fought did. bigger guys, yeah. and and Lennox Lewis. You saw how much bigger Holyfield was, was about the same size, basically. He was a cruiserweight. Yeah, Holyfield, Holyfield was very underweight. I mean, undersized oh, yeah. his whole career. But, you know but, they, but it should, I think it should be 10 pounds. Every fucking 10 pounds. He had a yeah. tough guy style. He wasn't like a boxer moving around on a stick. Oh, he, he was fun to watch, right, man. He right was, I, I used to love to watch Evander. And his... his, his um, his press card, his his interviews got argued. One time he commentated with Boston on an IFL show. Oh my goodness! And so we're doing an MMA thing, and he goes, "Yeah, these guys move like real fighters." We're looking at like what, dude? What we said that during the during the broadcast. You ever seen the Mad TV that guy Ari Spear used to do? Oh yeah, and, and they had him talking all. You fucked see Aries up. get beat up recently uh, during the Corey Holcomb podcast. No, he got beat up. Yeah, he was talking. He came on drunk. Was talking shit to to. Uh, and Aries Spears has a reputation for yeah, comedy of. Being I've a, heard he's been a belligerent. He's a belligerent. And the guy just started punching him in the face, and Aries just covered up like this yeah, dur- during the did. podcast. And they kept the cameras rolling. Wow, I gotta look <laughs> that up. Uh, we gotta play that for the fans later. Um, he, uh, yeah, I heard, I knew somebody at Fox who said he was, uh, like, on Match TV, he was a fucking nightmare. But uh, he did, he did uh, the Holyfield, and he would just say nonsense. He would be like, you know, uh, building uh, barbecue sauce, uh, you know, like, Jesus, <laughs> barbecue sauce. I remember hearing Holyfield in an interview, like, he lost $100 million, right? And, and he said, look, no one teaches you mm. how not to lose $100 million. I'm like, 
you shouldn't be have to be taught that. Like, like yeah. here's the deal. You, you can, get swept up. I mean, I see you've seen it a million times. You yeah, they five, get swept six up. Six Appropriate the human race, though. Yeah, yeah. It's that, and then you know, with the fucking everybody. Look, look, look tell me about the fortunes I've lost because of Chet Children's support. One of my one of the funniest uh, interviews was after with Tyson bit Holyfield, right? Uh, afterwards, they, they they followed him in the locker room, and he's like, he kept headbutting me. He goes, look that. at that. My kids have to look yeah, at me. Yeah. I'm like, well, your kids have to know the fact that you just bit someone's fucking ear off. <laughs> like that's what like that's what you're upset about your kids. The the, the gash from yeah, the headbutt. He was just out of his fucking. Mind. I remember that like it was yesterday. I had people at my house, and he doesn't get banned for life. Yeah, bring him right back because he was him. You know, yeah, because he made money yeah. for the commission. Yeah. Well, worse than that was Margarito though. Margarito padded oh, yeah, his yeah, fucking yeah, yeah. gloves and. Oh. Then Get banned. Uh, oh. Pamela Lewis. Yeah. Was that Pamela Lewis? It, no, 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 no. That was his rap. No, but he he's, his saying, raps. he's saying who he's talking about was the guy's coach manager. Yeah, yeah. Um, took the hair out of the glove. But he got banned for life. Not just that. They put, he they took the fucking shit out of the glove and they dipped his haps in plaster of Paris. That he killed, they killed, his boxer killed the guy. Yeah, his boxer killed the fucking guy in the hand because of that. Yeah. Okay, and the boxer to this day, I saw a documentary about that. The boxer to this day said he didn't know. Yeah. bullshit. And 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 um, yeah. the same guy, Panama, whatever the fuck his Panama name, Lewis. he looked like he would be in like Earth, Wind, and Fire, or like you know, yeah. he looked like uh, yeah. not a Hege band, like uh, he looked like uh, yeah, Ashford and Simpson, you know, like right. he would have a captain hat and like yeah. playing the bass or some shit. Got well a little different, but same. <laughs> Uh, and, uh, but he was the guy. If you remember when, um, who was that guy that they, uh, Aaron Pryor? Yeah, fought, yeah, yeah the, the final, the yeah, special mix. But well, who, who, who he fought? Alexis Arguello. Alexis Arguello. Watch that the fight. First fight. Yeah. Um, uh, uh, Aaron Pryor was a bad boy too. Super but uh, I mean, he'll fucking. What was he from there, Chicago? There's a clip of him sparring Tommy Hearns. You got to find Aaron Pryor versus Tommy Hearns online. Who wins? The Hawk. Hi, they used to call him the Hawk. The Hawk was going out like Pac Man. Great. Aaron Pryor was a bad boy. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, it's one of those dog out like uh, early eight, like 1981 or something. You know those kind of early fights, and they going after each other. Boom, boom, boom. In the later hounds. Aaron Pryor starts to get tired, yep. okay? And it looks like, boy, he's he's fading here. And, you know, Alexis is still in the shit. I, I, you can hear it clearly. Uh, uh, and what Lewis says, yeah. give me the bottle. No, not that one. The one I yeah, did. Yeah. The one I mixed. And, and then they give him one that has, like, a black tape on. Yeah. And then he takes that one, boom, he comes out. What do you think was in that, though? Hold on. We, I know what was in it. So, but for years they didn't. But then the documentary... So, uh, you know, then he had all this fucking energy and he, you know, yeah. started whipping his fucking ass. And it was controversial because they said, what was, what the fuck was it? What was your, oh, don't worry about what I'm saying. Go on. Uh, uh, you could do two things. No, what was it? Go. Um, so he had the, the bottle and uh, everybody was like, what the fuck is in it? Nobody knew for years. Then the documentary I saw about. Legendary Nice. Guy, this guy says, one of his other fighters said, he used to give us some kind of asthma medication that blows your lungs open. Wow. When asthma, if he was having an attack, and it allow you to artificially get more oxygen. Wow. And he said he regularly would do that. They did it a million times, but this was one of those famous markets. He should have patented it. He'd make a fucking fortune if he would have sold it. That's you, absolutely... It's illegal, it's yeah. illegal substance, like your marijuana oil. Yeah. You're going to put it, help it on you... And then do your podcast. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to the commission. You're doing you 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 uh, <laughs> announcing. <laughs> uh, you, you know, they 
said, this guy sucks. He's not. And then you put that in and go, listen, everybody, this fucking fight. Yeah, all right, so we're calling... come up with all the words and all the shit. So we're calling Sarah McMahon right now. Why does she want to look at you? Turn the one toward me. Hold on, what... We're gonna we're gonna get her on the on the phone. Aaron, I'm starting to get excited listening to all this boxing talk. Aaron, Pryor. yeah, this is how boxing it should be. It was different. It was uh, almost as if this you know is what they should. But, but these, you but know these, how hip hop is now. Yeah, it, he might. It's like that's how different it, boxing is now as hip hop is now. I can't know, get like, into it. My girl, so like my girl, then. my wife likes this fucking mumble rap. And she's hey, she's in her twenties. But Sarah McMahon, there is the most beautiful. Fighter, talented, role model, uh, all-American woman, silver medalist, fighter. How are you, Sarah? I'm good. How are you doing? Good. I'm here. Uh, we got. I got uh, Andrew Montanez is here, as well as Hello. Stephen Quadros. Hey, Stephen Quadros. And then we got Hanato Laranja. Hey. <laughs> so. Hey, hey we'll back to you, baby K. So, Sarah, uh, are you are you driving right now? Please park your car. I'm sitting in my car. I'm not driving. Oh, good, good, good. So how are you? What's going on? Um, I'm good. I just finished um, practice with Team Alpha Male. Um, we had a wrestling practice this morning. I'm helping uh, Brooke uh, Mayo. Brooke Mayo. Uh, oh, yeah. 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 She's cutie pie. Uh, she's getting ready for Bellator, so I came in to help her this last week. She's cutting weight and, you know, just got to, like, keep everything going good. So, yeah, and then... You know, working on stuff I need to work on. Nice. Now, how is the difference between uh, your old, you were in New Jersey, I think, training, or uh, and now being a team alpha? Uh, South Carolina, New Jersey, who South cares? South Carolina. South Carolina, yeah. yeah. Um, so, like, uh, one of the differences, like, the there's a lot more higher-level partners. You know, like, I think in most gyms, like, um, there there is some higher-level partners, but here it's, like, the majority of the people are very they specialize and they're very good and like the you have people come in from like out of state or out of the country but um for the majority of people like over three quarters they are top of their promotions they've been doing this for over 15 years and they you know they're dangerous in one or two of the of the areas of mma and some of them are just all, like cody garbrandt is just all around dangerous aren't so, they like, low level because they're five foot two or uh <laughs> I, 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 yes, they have Napoleon syndrome. They will kill you. I, that's they, true. That's, I don't think you want to talk shit about this gym because, like, <laughs> they 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 get a little army over here. Okay? They seem to re, they seem to enjoy me fucking with them. Thank God. Uh, now, are you training with Cody and and those guys? Or are you training with the girls? Who are you training with? So, um, since I've been here, Uriah's worked with me a lot. Cody's worked with me a lot of practices, um, especially because we're just really good uh, drill partners. You know, so we both like a good wrestling base um cynthia's worked with me and she's even come in just to work specifically with stuff to help me out like everybody here is awesome uh so like the like brooke has worked with me another uh, another amateur girl tiffany like the girls and the guys like all of them are great uh, about working with people is your daughter with you not right now she's in school now okay now is she gonna move out there with you She's already, yeah, she's already out here moved with me. Um, I would never move away from her because I would, I just would like sink into a depression. Right. So, yeah. Um, mm. No, I had her set up with school. So she's in school uh, for the next few hours. I mean, how does she like being, is she the new girl in Sacramento? Yeah, but you know what? Like she <laughs> comes in, she's so comfortable with mat rooms that she just comes in and she does a ton of like contortion and gymnastic stuff that literally like, 
almost every day she's there, she's on your eye favors uh, story because she's like had your feet over her head or just doing something that's like insanely flexible and stuff. And so they're all like, that's what happens when you have Olympian genes, you know, like God, I'm going to have you doing some contortion. <laughs> now, um, let's talk about uh, the elephant in the room. Hanato's uh, penis. No, no, let's, 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 uh, let's talk about your last fight. Uh, you, you were you were messing this girl up. You were my lock. I was like, dude, Sarah McMahon, if, I, you're, you're my, I, if I'm going to bet this is the one, there's no way. Uh, and then she caught you in your move. How shocking has that process? How are you dealing with that? So I'm dealing with it pretty good. Like there's a lot of positives to take from the fight. Um, obviously, I'm super disappointed in the outcome, but you know, like my, I, I knew that my endurance was going to be a problem in the fight because I'd had some just different injuries leading up to it, and I just wasn't able to like push that part of it. And then, um, so it wasn't really surprising to me that I got really tired in the fight, but um, I expected it to happen a little later in the fight. And um, I just didn't expect to go that high and hard of a pace in the first round. Um, and so I, you know, like, so I'm not, it's something that is very fixable, you know, it's very fixable to work on my endurance. Um, and that's what ultimately failed me. It's, when you uh, when you fatigue to a certain point, I don't care who you are, all technique really goes out the window. You're just a different fighter, and so um, that's something that I can adjust, you know. And like, so not taking anything away from from Ketlin, you know, but um, I, I feel comfortable that like um, it really sucks more because I feel like I was the much better fighter. And then something that. It's still within my control, you know, but it wasn't leading up to this. Yeah, fight. I understand and what you're saying. It's not like you went out there and got contemplated pulling out of the fight. It's not like you got out there and got outclassed or dominated. You got caught in a move where you were winning the fight. So it's probably like not. It's probably more annoying, but it's not that discouraging. Yeah, no. So it's frustrating because like, I talk to my coaches and I'm like, I'm pretty like, I'm pretty hard on myself after a fight. I'm like, you shit the bed and you're not gonna get a title fight. And I was just so hard on myself. And they're like, Sarah. Yes, you lost, and it does set you back, but I don't think it sets you back nearly as far as you think it does. And and I didn't even really drop. I dropped one spot in the rankings. Um, so I think the UFC, they understand and they know that, like, they take the whole fight into account, not just that finish, you know, and it does suck. And it does – I have, like, more work cut out for me, but I'm not – I'm not like it's not like I went in there and got dominated and then submitted. And you were on you a know? three fight winning streak before that, so it was it wasn't like okay, you got to worry about getting cut or anything. So I, I totally understand what you're saying uh, and totally agree with you actually, because um, you were looking great. Now when you were in ground and pound, you had her. It looked a little bit like you were on. I wouldn't say pulling your punches, but you weren't like it was like you were going for speed and not power. Yeah. So um, I think sometimes, especially with like. When you get those positions, you don't want to. I didn't want to really like blow my gas tank. You know that that power takes a lot out of you, and I, I wanted to overwhelm her. You know, like, and I wanted this, the ref to see that she was. You know, like, if more of them had landed, the ref would see. You know that she was getting. She wasn't able to defend herself as well. So I really needed some of them more to get through. Um, but sometimes when you just go fast, you know, rather than picking your shots and going with power, they're more likely to end the fight, yeah, you yeah, know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. But also another thing that I think of, like, there's been times that I have, like, missed somebody and punched the ground, and it, it's hurt my hand or hurt my wrist. So I don't, when I hit them, you know, it's worth it. But if I punch really hard and they move and I hit the ground, 
I can, that can mess me up for the rest of the fight or even, you know, like you break your hand, you have surgery. So like, I try to be a little bit smarter in that area. So it wasn't that you were being too nice? Because it seemed like a part of me was like, you know, Sarah's so nice. She doesn't really want to hurt this person. I am not nice because every one of the elbows that I hit her with in the knee and the face are completely contradicting that. Like, that's some of the best elbows I've ever hit in my life. Yeah, yeah that, that chick had a speed knot. She had a big fucking knot on her head. So, yeah, spe- yeah. so chasing t- topics a little bit, Hanato said that you guys were talking uh, and that uh, and that... And that you wanted a relationship, but he's uh, more of a, a free spirit, uh, and that he wasn't ready. But he just wanted to have sex. But you wanted to be her to be your your boyfriend. Uh, is, is that is that kind of what happened? Well, you know, like that's probably just like every female on the planet. You know, like every girl above thirteen is just like, well, you know, like I want to marry Hanato, you know, but he, uh, you know, but. He just can't contain himself to one woman. And, and, you know, we all just have to come to this understanding and accept it. So I, I have, I go to meetings now, you know, we have groups and we meet on Wednesdays and, and all across the country, you know, we just, we cope with not having you to ourselves. Well, you know, I understand that and I hear that and I appreciate that. Um, but, you know, I feel that how I can, if so many women have that dream since they was little, how I'm going to to deprive all of that ones for just one. So I'm going to save all, I'm going to sacrifice your feeling to help everybody. But you know, the problem is, is that we can't like, you know, taste that sexual chocolate and not want it, you know, to forever. That's just, I mean, I'm just being honest. I'm going to give you just a taste. What about just to have uh, like a sample? You know when you get that one at the Gerdali or, or what's yeah. that Seas Candy? Yeah. You're just going to take a taste and enjoy that one and then... It's you, kind of like a drug though, you know? Like they true. should probably put you in the little kid drug programs and separate the women out and say, look, if you if you try this, you, you might very well get addicted and it can it all over the course of our lives. I mean, so... God, are you? I'm going to put you in a program after that one. <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna protect you from that. Now, uh, I, I love you. Now, I wanna, I wanna, I wanna make love to you. Now, Sarah, are you dating anyone now? I want you to have my babies, but then it's gonna be you babies. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give the gift of giving that ones to you, and I don't want nothing in return. I just give it that one. Listen, my genetics. Yeah. You would be trying to keep those babies. God, There's I, no way. I'm going to use them to, to, to win fights for me. <laughs> Human cockfightings. Um, but I love you. Um, You're in love. I've never seen you like this before, Hanada. I've always had a stuffs for you. And, now, um, is, it her, is it her face, her butt, uh, everything? everything about her. She exudes something, in, 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 especially in heel life, you know, that don't even come. I can't even, you don't know when you see her fighting, all that kind of stuff. When you see in her life, she exudes something that's very intoxicating. Now, now Sarah, uh, I know a lot of these guys over at Team Alpha Male, Touchy Feely, Cody hey, No Love. They, don't they, Touchy Feely, any of that, guys. They, they seem to like have their way with some of the girls. That, you know, they, they, these are young guys, and you're like the, the hot cougar coming in. Uh, have, they, have they tried anything with you? Or? No, um, I think that... So, like, the way I carry myself in practice rooms, um, it very much just, like, they, they, everybody treats me very respectfully. Because you you're know? bigger like, than those guys. Like, that, that just automatically happens. But they also know I have a very serious boyfriend. Ooh. What? Uh, Wait, excuse me. Wait, who's this? So uh, The homeless guy that I saw you with? Known, it's a guy I've known for, like, a long time. Yep. And 
uh, he's actually this this coming week he's moving out to California. What? So, <laughs> is he black? <laughs> what, uh, was it? Was he a fighter? Uh, he's a jiu-jitsu guy. Jiu-jitsu guy. Oh, 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 that's that's a low blow. Super fight that's waiting a fucking to happen. Low blow. Is it is it, Mar- is it Marcelo Garcia? Oh my God, no! But you know when I first met him, I was like, I told Zach Bukowski, I was like, do you think his wife would be offended if I proposed to him? And Zach's like, Zach's like, I saw him first. Like, you bitch. And Zach saw him first. So wait, so who wait now? Now this guy is it? Uh, is it is it Dylan Dennis? No, no, oh. no. Okay. Uh, who? She Who likes a younger man. It's probably a younger His man. This is Chad Bingham. He's a he's an alliance guy from where I trained at in Greenville. Chad Bingham. In, in where? Oh, in Greenville? Yeah, yeah. His name is Chad he's Bingham. Guy. And what belt is he? Black belt. He's a black belt. Oh under, yeah. Under who? Uh under under Hoffa. Hoffa Rosendo Dos Santos. He's the same guy that I worked with whenever I was there. Yeah, Dos Sanch. You know, he yeah, that guy's probably make uh, natural moonshine for you and, and, and have your head spinning and then make you uh, to be. Now, his. Hanato, do you think you could beat her boyfriend? Of course. And and uh, you have you you have stock uh, Stockton syndrome or whatever. Stockton syndrome. Stockton. Listen, yeah, where they go to the two hundred nine. Listen, no, you can't get mad. If we can't have you to ourselves. All of us women have to like accept a consolation prize. You know? like, so, I don't so accept that. No, you're supposed to starve until you're so hungry that you just take whatever deal I'm giving you. <laughs> I'm only human. I have needs. Okay? I know you have needs. I'm gonna. Uh, why? You, but uh, but you, you had a you, shot. You you were ready. She was ready to settle down. With I'm you telling you, don't trust this guy. He's have your head all fucked up. And he put you to Stockholm. Uh, what is it? Stockton syndrome? Stockton syndrome, yeah. Where the Diaz, it's like where the Diaz really take you and then and they smoke weed with you. And then they, you think yes. you, you're going to yeah. hang out with them instead of Uncle Hinach. Oh, yeah. Um, listen, uh, tell the guys at Alfalfa Mail <laughs> that anytime they want to, you know, to have a seminar up there. Because I've talked to Chachi Feely uh, about that. And he's a, a uh, I was an idol of his. And also... Um, yeah. Is a perfect name that you could have actually had. It, it, I feel like that is the best name in all of the best nickname I ever heard. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. the yeah, best. Like, clearly, he's like a yeah. protege and of the, sexual harassment. I love it. I love it. And he have a nice style. He's young. I, he could be my protege. He's the kind of guy that I I like. Um, and he's a good looking kid, you know. Um, but don't you keep his filthy meat hooks off you because. <laughs> Well, that, Sarah's got a serious boyfriend. Now, now Sarah, I don't care how serious he is. Is your relationship serious? He's a serious guy? Or you are in a serious relationship with him? We're in a serious relationship. Well, He's you know what? across the country to be with me. Who cares? Wow. You know what? Uh, if you was with me, being a more, not a serious one, you would have a fun, uh, 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 funny one. A funny An one? An enjoyable one. Yeah, but this... I don't like serious she's got, stuff. She's got a daughter. She's got, she's got to be a good role model. So I have a daughter too. Who cares? But she's... But Sarah's a good person. She's a she's a fighter. She's a coach. She's a role model. She's an Olympian. I mean, Hanato, you can't just fuck girls like this and not call them. I was going to call you. Hey, look. You're looking into my baby browns. <laughs> What'd you say? You're looking onto my baby browns now. <laughs> yeah. That's all 
I'm just staring into your eyes. I can't even hear you talk. Wow. I'm just watching your lips move. You don't have to. You know what? I can see how my baby browns bring out your dimples. Well, listen, we got to cut this off before she leaves her boyfriend. Uh, Sarah, uh, who do you want to fight next? Oh, man, I haven't even thought of that. Um, you so better I start. want a top five girl just to put me right back in the mix. You know, Ooh. like um, that would be that would be the best case scenario. And I, I actually I have to look at the rankings because, you know, like everything shifts around. So, well, say somebody. Um, God, but you got to call someone out. Girls ranked above me. I, I, I'm absolutely down to fight. Um, and I really I don't really even think about style matchups because I I'm comfortable on my feet. I'm comfortable on the ground. So like that's. If I, you know, alter the endurance of my last fight, I would have had a phenomenal performance. And so that's a very changeable thing. So I'm going to... But what about like a Katzengano or a Pena or a Valentina? Yeah, yeah. I, I'd love to fight those girls. Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Well, put cool. you got to come out with some bad blood or something because they're not going to put on the poster, hey, look, you know, I'm going to fight that girl because I got some cardio and it's okay and I could change it, <laughs> but whatever. Yeah, but I don't, I don't have bad blood and I'm not going to like fake that you know but um let I me to do the like, talking with, for you at old kenya they're great selections because it would be a very intense explosive fight like both of those girls are you know like they bring the fight and it's and that would be i would love that well i heard they was talking shit about you <laughs> uh are you in la anytime soon los angeles um you know i don't know uh I don't. I don't have anything scheduled out just because it's a lot harder to travel when my daughter's in school. But yeah. um, I'll be in San Jose this weekend for nice. the Bellator fights. You're well, gonna move to West Hollywood, and we're gonna send her to boarding school, and we're gonna <laughs> hang out. Well, listen, Sarah. Uh, I buy my time with your other eighty hoes. <laughs> what? I don't have an 80. That's eight. Not 80. You're putting a zero on there and you're making me feel like a, 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 a pig. I'm worldwide. L listen, Sarah, it was a pleasure to have you. You look beautiful. You're, you're a great fighter. You, you, I'm so lucky to have a person like you in my life. So thanks mm. for being on the podcast. Thank you so much. Right, thank thanks, Sarah. Take care. Take care. All right. That was Sarah McMahon. Hanato. Take care. Good luck. Bye. Hanato, I've never heard Ciao. you tell a girl I love you before. Well, you know, I'm only human. What a, a breath of fresh poontang she is. <laughs> I love her. I feel like... So we have a connection. You know, me and her have a connection. We've had some deep conversation. Not, not since she have a, a dude or whatever. Look, I, I don't want to step on the guy's chest. Yeah. It, if it, did it come off like... No, I was no, not at all. It didn't seem like you wanted her at all. No. Okay. no. Maybe a little bit, but no. But, but uh, this is before she had nobody. We, we did talk a little bit. You know, We did talk I, a little have, bit. Have you ever had a girl that strong... Uh, yeah. slept with a girl that have you ever slept with a girl that as strong as Sarah like uh, her vagina I, does like I, kegels I on you I with a bodybuilder once and that she was probably outweighed me by a couple you know was 10, it? 20 pounds bang and it was it was, was it China? <laughs> China no no no, no. Caucasian um. <laughs> <laughs> alright go ahead <laughs> you're learning my brother <laughs> you're learning <laughs> Uh, I like I, it was like uh, yeah, that's just one person. I love it. Go on. So you had a bodybuilder. Yeah, and, and she was she was actually more kinky than I was, which yeah, was, was a lot of fun. Did she did she lift you during sex? Or like no, no, like no, no, no. no, no. <laughs> he said that like he was very surprised that like, she was more kinky than I was. Fucking. Wait, how kinky? how kinky are you? Why? What do you do? Well, who, people, yeah, people don't realize you know, the power of jiu-jitsu, just the mm, basics. Yeah. She, I'd say, okay, mommy. And she, she mommy, I said, okay, I, I'd say, do you want to tap? 
She said, no, I'm not, I'm, I'm out of here. I said, and then I, I hooked the ankle, I hooked the arm, I turned on the side, you want to tap? I get my, I said, you want to tap? I just, you know, so jiu-jitsu is, it's very good foreplay. I'm, uh, yeah. I'm not a master like you. Especially when you can choke her all out. The, the, yeah. to, no, kidding. <laughs> very, very handy. Because yeah. differential. Oh, yeah. It is very handy in those situations. You know, yeah. I mean, come on. My, like, my girlfriend's you know, a white belt, so it's very easy. Yeah, yeah. It's very fun. You know what's funny it's is fun. yeah, it, fun. some of that sweeps and shit yeah. actually can facilitate changing positions. Oh, totally. Oh, you know what I mean? Exactly. It's funny because where a normal guy would have to just pull, you know, pull out yeah. and, 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 and make some yeah. clunky transition. <laughs> almost like a DJ, you know, like yeah. we can we can mix hackers. <laughs> These guys is going kaboom, no, out of here. I was banging my wife and I put her in a go-go plaza. That's a good, that's a good uh, analogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I put my wife in a go-go platter during sex. God, did you make her to suck nice. your toe? Yeah, it was. <laughs> I, I know what the foot. Yeah, I'm gonna put like that. I'm gonna grab her on from that, and I'm gonna put this little piggy and horse beef in here. She's reaching for air. Yeah, and then she's gonna gag. Like that? Yeah. yeah. Nice. That's that's hot. You go, oh, no. <laughs> so, you know who I was actually, b- back to the fight, you know who I was really happy for, uh, who scared the shit out of me once again, Uriah Hall. Uh, yeah. Man, that fight could have been stopped in the first. I mean, Absolutely. if they would have stopped it, it wouldn't have been, because he would have been like, you know how they stop a fight, and the guy's still kind of loopy, you're like, first you're like, early stoppage, and then you see him, you're like, okay, that was a good stoppage. I feel like that would have happened. But Uriah wow. Hall, uh, hats off to that guy, man. Man, Tough but that's as hell. the thing. That's why he's probably the most frustrating fighter to coach. The, the, yeah, the the the, the potential of that guy. You see, is off is through the. the uh, you probably see him practice, and yeah. you're like, I have a world beater yeah. in my yeah. in my yeah. gym. And he, you never know. He still might end up being that fucking guy. He might not have found. He's still relatively young, no. But he's a guy yeah. record thirteen and eight. It, it could have easily been. Is his record that something? It's like, thirteen and eight. It's something to that extent. Are you first? Yeah. When I saw him on the Ultimate Fighter, I thought this is the next guy. Yeah, this me next, too. This is the next Anderson person. Everybody. And yeah. then something happens. He short circuits somehow in in the head. I think it's like Andrew Golada. Remember him? Oh yeah. my God. He, he, <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to compare him to fucking Andrew. No, I was watching. Was a, I was watching the fight, fighter, but he was a dirty, but dirty somebody, motherfucker. He was a good fighter, though. He no, was a he good was fighter, a really but good fighter. Don't compare him. Somebody to on the underground posted that two days ago. Somebody on the underground posted two days ago. Galata versus Tyson, right? Mm-hmm. Which, by the way. Back then, you paid by the round because everyone was like, "This fight's gonna be over." Yeah, yeah. So you got it was like ten dollars a round. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he didn't come out for the third round, and my dad's like, "I'm not getting fucking charged for this round," and called up to like, "You don't have to pay for the third round." I don't remember that. They used to do that for, for like some of these Tyson scams. They were just paying by the round, and it was funny. Like it wasn't funny. Like, he ended up getting a concussion and I, totally fucked up his eye. It looked like he just quit though. But after the in the first round. Tyson, he goes back to his corner, and Galata's corner goes, Don't you quit, you cocksucker! Like, goes, I've never heard a corner go, like You fucking cocksucker! Was it was it was it Bo Galata? Was it Bo Galata where that all that yeah, dirty shit? Oh yeah, my yeah, god! Yeah. I remember that. And yeah. then it was like a riot. Yeah, I, I, that was know. awesome. But yeah, Galata. George Foreman was there, and then, and he, he saved was, Jim hey, Lampley's yeah, life. George Foreman yeah. was saying, "Son, don't try it. Don't try it." You see, this yeah. guy was gonna quote. Co- yeah. George Foreman, maybe not. But yeah, Uriah yeah. Hall, I wouldn't compare him to Galata, but there is something Boy, where there is something that goes off in his head where you're just like, man. Yeah, he, I mean. His physical capabilities somehow get settled by something mental, I think. Yep. I think it's a mental thing. So that, He's always had that mental thing. Well, you heard... I mean, the, the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Uriah Hall is dirty. He's not dirty. Uriah Hall has always heard, had that mental thing. Did you heard what though. he said after the fight? Mm-hmm. 
He said, I mean, he admitted, he said, you know, I'm horrified, I'm terrified every time I come into the cage. I'm so afraid of this, which is why I do it. And he's like, this scares me every time. Yeah, I, a guy always, like that, he you was almost... like, I have to overcome it every time. And, and, and he was kind of saying that, like, you know, you seek out, you know, the, and, and so that you, you overcome this fucking thing. He wasn't saying he, you know, he, he, he admit he's terrified. So maybe, you know, maybe some of that have to do with some anxiety, some shit that he's going through during the fights. I mean, not, not, not a... A thing in his character or a thing in a mental lapse. You know, maybe well, just a mental block. Maybe yes. just fear. You know, uh, anxiety is a I've hell seen of a him drug. fight in Ring of Combat before he got in the UFC and he had that mental block a bunch of times where he just couldn't pull the trigger. He'd fight these guys much smaller than I'm like. Steven, who, who, you say, who else has that? You're saying? Uh, Sally Field has that. And Sally Field said that. <laughs> you on, you on didn't his, expect that. No, her fights are amazing. <laughs> but the thing is, no, she's one of the world's greatest actresses. Yeah. Yeah. To this day, she still says she gets Stage anxiety yeah. every time she does her job. It's one of the greatest actresses yeah. in the world. Now, were you in Pride that day where they stood? It was uh, Belfort versus Vanderlei when Belfort was hiding under the table and they had to talk him out. And that then was it, in Brazil. That, that was, was in UFC. Brazil. That was in UFC when he came out and finished him in, in thir- 30 seconds. was a last minute replacement, but Vanderlei was killing everybody in Valley Tudor yeah. rules. Yeah. And I wasn't there, but I, you know, I, I know a bunch of people that were there. And his mother came in, and Carlson was screaming, and the whole thing. And he was under the, not he was under the table, really. He was hiding under the table. I don't know about the hiding under the table, but it was I a, can't imagine. That was that. John Jones hiding under the ring, oh, yeah, Asada that time, but. Yeah. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a funny sketch where he's high. John goes under the table and like Belfort's there. There's like other fighters it's there. Some fucking <laughs> weird. <laughs> what time you last? in for? <laughs> your right ball comes in. Some weird fucking bunch of guys under yeah. there, all yeah. jacked. Well, what's his name? Uh, B.J. <laughs> Penn always said how fucking. Well, was it B.J. Penn? How that he was always like nervous and th- and what didn't Cheeto say he threw up before every fight? Yes, yeah. Cheeto yeah. throws up for every fight. And then. And sometimes he those guys too. are the most scary guys. Sugar Ray Leonard, I remember saying, oh, yeah? he said he wow, he said that, before every boxing match he would be taking dumps, nervous dumps. Oh well, that that's and, almost everybody. Said, yeah. yeah, that's almost everybody. But throwing up is the next level. Yeah, like pee, yeah. keep throwing yeah. the pee. Like, the duty, though, I understand that one. Yeah. Oh, I had that before big comedy shows. Yeah. Like uh, if I did anything, huge comedy a big show. audition. I mean, you yeah. you you you. And you know? Van Halen used to throw up before he played. You know, oh, for Santana. Crazy, that's crazy. One of the one of the greatest ever. Now let's talk about the fights this week, Friday night. Um, OSP versus Yushin Okami because he was a uh, replacement. He who did he replace? Play Shogun, right? Something like yeah, that. I don't know. Shogun. It, it was it was a more exciting one, and then he, he yeah. It was, it was Shogun. It was Shogun. Okay, yeah. So, uh, so hey, God bless him for getting in there. At least. I'll tell you though, I think OSP had a better shot of knocking out Shogun than Okami because Shogun seems Okami to be is easier a, to hit. In Japan. It's in Japan and Okami. Yeah, but you know what? I, I feel this is a very motivated. It's gonna be a very motivated uh, um, OSP because of like you know you some bumps Jones. in the hole. You know what I'm saying? No, but I'm saying somehow yeah. I think he's gonna be like, yo, this is my. I better. Yeah. It, but, it's it's it's. it's but Okami's Japanese though, right? Yes. And he's fighting in Japan, fighting in Japan. and he looked great against his. Uh, he actually, I watched his last fight against Who, Okami. Okami fought the World Series of Fighting against Paul Bradley. And uh, oh yeah, Paul and, he, and Paul Bradley, all American wrestler. That's the mayor. That was the old mayor. Uh, no, from Iowa, uh, wrestler. And Okami beat Bradley. I think Okami's gonna pull off the upset here. So this is his first fight back in the yeah. UFC after a stint out, right? And the World Series of Fighting or PFL, PFL. They call it now. Okay, I, 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 I beg to differ. OSP's wrestling is not very good, is what I'm trying to say. I, I, I Okami's got great judo. I'm gonna say that I, I would pick OSP for this. I, one for I sure. think OSP is gonna win inside the distance. Size oh, difference, I think. OSP. Is, is, size. Is, is, is Okami usually 85er? 
I don't know. Yeah. You, you should come in. Uh, but but youth, so youth, yeah. youth uh, athletic ability, talent. I, I feel like OSP. I think he's I got Okami okay. by decision. I got Okami. I think that his judo and wrestling and his experience and OSP sometimes. You Okami sim- sympathizer? You are- <laughs> no, I just I I'm thinking of going to Japan. Okami's comfortable in Japan. Oh. You have a guy from the the South going to Japan. The time the is South the- because he's black. No, because he's from Tennessee, I oh, believe. Oh, okay. Wow, okay. Well, I think he's from Alabama, right? I had you yeah, make... I know he's a sure. Southern football player. Maybe he is Tennessee. I just see that there's a time difference. I just think... Does he do that step dancing that the black guy... I was on the black dance team Possibly? in college. I bet you was. Possibly? I was. It was called the BDR, the Black Dance Repertoire. Are you for heel? I swear to God. I tried I, out as a joke. <sighs> and here's what happened. This hot girl at lunch was like... I was like talking to her. I'm like, what are you doing today? She's like, I'm giving black dance... Uh, audition. So I'm like, okay, oh, try out. I'm white. But she called like, that. I'm giving black dance audition. Yeah. So I was like, that's sure. That's what I'm gonna say. I do for a living. So I showed up. Did you get pulled over next. Yeah. So I showed up. <laughs> I, I was hands down the worst person, <laughs> but I like made the team. It was like the, I was like the affirmative action, but I made the team. But I was pledging a fraternity, and I hated fucking pledging. So I I kept going to black dance practice, and I won most dedicated member of the oh, black dance team. The, but it was great because during parties, all the black dudes would come to the frat parties. We'd all do our like our choreographed steps. It was like, I was Did you get some black punchang from Hell that? Yeah. Right now, so so what, first of all, what was your true? What was your crew called? BDR, the fucking big dick repertoire. All right. So anyway, so Jessica Andrade. Uh, we don't want to gloss off. Let's not to brush past this too quickly, like, as if that's some shit. Like I used to be in a black dance show, but uh, so so uh, the economy. So. Yes. I want pictures. I, I have want video. One hundred percent. I was. I want the movie heights. Yes. I want to make a, a. No problem. But then there was one guy that was picking on me all the time. This fat guy named Rob. You, who was wait, pretty good. A black, a fat black guy. Uh, the fraternity was making fun of. No, in the black was dance repertoire. So he was, he was running for president of the black dance repertoire, and I ran against him. There's a president of that. Yeah, there's the president. That's even more interesting <laughs> and unique. I ran against him. How so, they gonna have a white president I, on a what, black was, college? That was sort of like the people saying. That we can't vote. This will be, will be a complete joke if he wins. Home. But uh, because this girl because won, so I, I basically knocked him how, out of winning. How the, a girl is to be president? There was some hot girls on the black dance team. But there was pre- they allowed that one to be president. Yes. Uh, this, uh, how can that be? All right. Well, well I, I, I talked about this before in our earlier podcast. Oh my bad. Okay, but I cannot. Be, uh, my, Let's go back in the archives. Find it in the video. This is black music to my ears. Yes. Okay. I just uh, want to tell you. So Jessica Andrade versus Claudia Gadella. This fight, fight is. Uh, you know what? I think though, I think uh, Joanna Janjunchek basically uh, carved out how to beat Jessica Drage in her last fight. Yeah, I, I don't see and her beating Claudia. I think Claudia's going to win this fight. Yeah. I, I like Andrade. I think it's I like obvious her. how to beat Andrade too. Just I just feel stay like she's out a of her cut. power zone. Keep distance. Gadea yeah. is just. There's the cut, like there's 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 Gadea and there's there's Young Jacek. You know what I mean? Yeah. The, that's the, the and then there's and then there's Gadea's shades the underneath. You know what I yeah. mean? I feel though, if anybody could at some point get themselves there, I feel like Hose uh, Yunus has not yet reached the ceiling of what she's gonna be. I'm not saying it's gonna happen, but it's a possibility. Yeah. That's yeah. the only one I see coming I see up. it when maybe Joanna maybe goes up to 125. She was saying on MMA Hour she, she would yeah. love to go up to 125. But you know, don't you, don't you feel Hulls maybe keep getting better? 
You know yeah. what? She surprised She's me. For when, a title. She, when she killed yeah. the karate hottie, I was like, Whoa. I could not believe that. That actually hurt me because, well, I like both those girls, though. Yeah, they're, they're I like, I'm a fan. Slick. I mean, not just because I, you know, that kind of stuff. So, yeah. female, male, female stuff. But just, just as fighters, I like those two chicks a yeah. lot. Those two are my favorite female fighters. Yeah, I, I didn't think karate hottie was super well rounded until she, she fought Jessica Penny. For that Adam Weight title years ago, yeah. and she caught just in that like fourth round armbar. Oh, but she she ran like, through wow. Paige Van Zandt, and I was like, whoa! Yeah. I, I kind of became a believer. Yeah. But then when that Rose hey, thing, she, 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 you know, hey, it happens. It, it happens. happens. Yeah. Uh, although it was weird, like I was at the warm up for that. I was in Kansas City, and I went to the warm up. And sometimes you could tell it was like the same time Whitaker fought Romero, and I was when I watched Whitaker hit pads, I'm like. This dude's got like there's something special about this guy. Even just watching him pads, and when I saw the warm up of the Karate Hottie and Rose, Rose came out focused as shit. Just was like, and then Karate Hottie came out, was playing with her kid. Uh, it was like doing a photo shoot, and yes, it was a two day before a warm up, but there was still something to be said about the, yeah taking taking yeah, yeah. this seriously, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and it seemed like she was more interested in like putting on a show for the. Mm. Than it was for the for you know and look maybe I, there was a little bit of overconfidence there you know and it was the first time they did a documentary on her yeah. and it had that like hour there's a special lot of pressure, you know there's a lot of pressure exactly. and you know you know sometimes what you were seeing as somebody being too lax could have been her feeling a lot of pressure and trying to do things to alleviate that yeah. well I normally don't. I, you know, let me just relax. Yeah, but it's your kid. fight. Leave oh, your kid. Saying, but but it's know, like leave yeah. your kid at home. We get it, your but mom. You, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but like, we get it, your mom. Yeah. Blah blah blah. Oh, but, God, but, you but you have, but you have the kid. I just to me at a warm up for a fight, and people are there to see to watch you warm yeah. up. Everybody operate different, though. You, know, right. you never yeah. know. But uh, you don't see Rampage running after his kid. And if he is, he's running away from this. That exactly. You know. He's more like on my <laughs> style, where I go, listen, kids. I'm going to be fighting for the next 18 year or so. You can't call me after that. We can't That's what I'm saying. Like, oh, right when they turn 18. Well, right. because before that, I got a lot of stuff so I got to take care of. I mean, would you ever see, you know, back in the day, prime Ken Shamrock, like, like taking his kid and throwing him in the air? I, 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 just, <laughs> just, just, I just, you don't see it. I'm sorry. Maybe and, Frank Shamrock. When, when, when was the prime Ken Shamrock? I'm just that? saying that, like, with the, the, the bringing your kid to the warm up and playing with the kid. And, and you yeah. say, well, Oh, everyone is different and maybe yep. that's her thing and maybe she won fights doing it I'm just saying that like there's a certain seriousness that if I was her time coach, and place well, I would say come on true but you know like if that's her hoochine like imagine you, you you probably have somewhat of a hoochine from your comedy condo and then you know whatever kind <laughs> yeah, of thing yeah, maybe yeah. you like to get some hairs maybe you like to uh, work out for I don't know what you like to do but then imagine, then you get, you know, one day they call you up to the big league. They see you at, at, at the, what is that, the seafood restaurant. Yeah, yeah. And they go, listen, this guy Carnegie Hall, it's time for Carnegie Hall. And then you go Carnegie Hall and you say, listen, I'm feeling nervous about this. But, you know, I've been doing this routine my whole life. And, you know, why should I switch up now? Like, like fuck it. I, I and then, totally and then you that. go lay an egg and then they go... Why you change your hoochie? Why you doing I that? I one hundred percent get that. And, 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 so, I, and sometimes it's just not your night. Sometimes you're gonna lose no matter what. Yeah, it's you know, not your night, kid. Exactly. I mean, you you can sit there and, and say, well, I shouldn't play my kid. I should be yeah. like everybody else. But I don't. I don't think that was the case. I think she just got beat. No, I get it. Of course. Yeah. I, I get. I understand. That's the thing about com- combat sport. Like I said. You could have a. I always use basketball because that's the sport I, I, I play most, you know, and, and watch most aside from combat sport. It's like you could just have one game where you just your shots not going. Even even like a Steph Curry, like there was games in that playoff. He had that one he game like, during the season. He missed like seventeen. Yeah, he just missed fucking yeah. shots. And it's like 
just wasn't his night. But yeah. in his sport, they go, ah, shake it off. You next game. This one, it's like, oh, you, you, your career is over. You it's wait. like, yeah, yeah. what a brutal fucking. Yeah. I mean, God. Like, baseball, you could like they have these guys that like don't get a hit for like eight, nine games in a row. <laughs> yeah. I'm like. That guy would be able to be retired. And they're getting the paid. And they're getting paid one thousand more for that one game oh, yeah. that per- they didn't hit nothing than than this oh. fucking chick's career. One thousand yeah. percent. And you know, and if I, you know, I could be very wrong about the Karate Hottie and yeah. apologize if you feel disrespected. I, 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 so I Takanori Gomi versus uh, Dong Kim. Gomi has been knocked out yeah, three I, fights in a row in the first round. That's a good fight. But Dong Kim seven years ago, the guy's been knocked out three fights in a row in the first yeah, round. Dong, Dong. That is what my brain is doing. I'm like, this is a fucking good fight. If you take the like the, the old year school. ago, yeah. Gomi and the now. I'm camp. sorry, but the however, f- Gomi should you know have retired, what? Man. I, you know what? I forgot about though. She retired after that San Diego it, fight. We got knocked out by yeah. Tyson Griffin. In in in, 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 uh, in Japan, yeah. they kind of loosey goosey with the with the steroids, huh? I don't know. Well, I don't know the UFC. I think Mark. I'm sure you still have USADA. I'm sure you still have USADA. Yeah. Okay. Well, you know, hey, you know, I thought maybe if the fire he could put some extra fireball in there. I think he needs real fire. If he actually had real fireballs, then maybe he could fucking win this fight. I mean, what are we doing here? And why is a guy who gets knocked out three fights in a row in the first round get? And then another guy. He's a hero in Japan. The way you said that, and you was looking down. Yeah. I thought you was actually jumping into a copy of a. One of those things. No. Like, hey, what are we doing here? I mean, no, you I'm know, serious. Blue Apron has, know, has, has Japan, fresh ingredients. But you know, you, I understand that. But the UFC is big enough in these fucking markets. They don't have. The, and I know Gomi's a name, and maybe he fucking wins in the first round, and I'm an asshole. No, no but I don't believe. At the so. same time, three fights in a row, all under a minute. But it's, it's like Japan, the final it's goodbye. Japan. It's, it's Japan. Like they, the, they, they, they're gonna, they're gonna appeal. All those Japan I get it, ones but, have. But don't fucking cut. You know, uh, Okami for losing one fight, mm-hmm. and 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 let this dude. Th- yeah. Let's fucking keep but, it real. You know, he he's kind of a, just a legend and like a cartoon character over there. You know what yeah, I'm saying? I get so, it. so like, the, and you know how yeah. you know how when you see Japanese uh, UFCs, there's always some guys who like you're like I never heard of this or or like who the fuck is this guy? I mean, it's just a different stuff. So uh, Gokan Saki. Who I guess uh, is oh, the, oh, 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 the kickboxing the, the, the legend. K1 guy. Yes. He's he's 0-1. This is his first uh, UFC fight. And he's fighting Enrique uh, De Silva, who's 12 and 3. This is his second fight. Second he's 0-1 in MMA. But not in. I'm saying this is his first UFC fight. Yeah. yeah. Now how good is this guy? Uh, I, I mean, in the stri- best kicks of in, in, in striking. <laughs> you, you know anybody who know about you know kickboxing or or Muay Thai? My, my goodness. How can I tell him guy? about Gokan Saki? He's one of the greatest ever. Yeah. And I don't say that loosely. Um, he's fought Sammy Schultz, who was 12 times bigger than him. Went the distance and was a close fight in a, in a Grand Prix. He, he beat Tyron Spawn, but that was a knee check. He really broke his leg in the Anderson Silva situation. Um, Gokan Saki is super, super dangerous standing up. He can knock you out with either foot, either hand. Uh, it's a situation where that other guy better get that thing in the <laughs> yeah. The thing like, is, they're putting him up against an Enrique da Silva, who's a uh, who's Brazilian. So I assume the last name is da Silva. Want. Really? Why wouldn't you put him up against a guy uh, who? At, well, he's two thirty-five. The guy's two hundred five. I guess he's got, they're giving him a thirty-pound weight advantage. Uh, nobody with a striking uh, uh, advantage. No, no one with like decent striking is going to think. Oh, I'm gonna fight Gokan Saki and stand with Gokan. But I'm Saki. saying, why wouldn't they put him up against a striker? Yeah, I, I think that's a dumb. The strikers move too. are gonna go. I'm not gonna fight this guy. No, but I'm they'll find somebody. Oh, maybe they'll find something. They the guy find. Steve Bossy or the guy from the fucking the Steve Canadian. Steve would fight. Oh shit! I like. But like, why Steve wouldn't you make that fight? Stubbornak. But that that would be a fight you should make. I like that. Make that that should be the first fight because that against a jujitsu guy. 
Well, maybe yeah. they're trying to do a throwback to terrible Japan true. days. Well, maybe so, but I think that's terrible too. If I was what. Build up Gokansaki, show the people that he can do, like, knock the fuck out of people. Well, you're giving and him then, a chance because you have a guy that's saying, wouldn't you put him in a guy the, that, like, you, that you could see some, so yeah. that you could get fans Steve going. Bossy yeah. Stand yeah. Up. Put him up against yeah. fucking Steve Bossy. I, I agree with you. It's very hair occurrence. I agree with you 100%. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. Thank I, you. I, it's I, hard I, to write the fight before it happens, listen, too. You, know? you don't know what you're talking about. They know something we don't. Uh, all right, so that, sure. those, those, oh, wait. those are the big fights on that And by the way, Gokansaki sound like a big Asian guy, but he's like, what is he, like, Turkish or some shit Turkish, like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's like, that. don't let that name fool you. It's, it's confusing. You're going to think, I'm going for Gokansaki. You're going to look at the Asian guy. He's not the Asian guy. He's like a Middle Eastern yeah. looking guy. So um, another fight uh, on Saturday night, Bellator, Ben Henderson's fighting Pitbull. Uh, oh, which one? Which Ferrieri one? Which at 55, so I guess it's Big Pitbull, right? Patricky. Patricky. That, that's the bigger they, one? What's the other one's name? These guys <laughs> confuse the fuck out of me because they both have a nickname Pitbull and then they both named Pat. They, they, should, they really like should the just have. Brothers, man, they, it really should be like the Killer Bees back in the 80s where they just have masks <laughs> and you don't know which Pitbull you're fighting. Or those, <laughs> those guys with the spikes and. Oh, the, the Hulk Lisa Warriors. Or whatever. The no, Hulk Warriors. No, no, the spikes. Yeah, yeah, the spikes. The Doom, right? The Bushwhackers. The Bushwhackers. Like, well, the Bushwhackers was this, but yeah. the, I thought the Hulk Warriors. No, they didn't call them the Hulk Warriors. Yeah, yeah, the Real Warriors. Yeah. Uh, Hawk and yeah. animal and hawk. <laughs> yeah. So Benson. So uh, P- Ben Henderson has not looked good in his last. Well, oh, Heston peace to Bobby the Brain Heenan. By yes. The way. Yeah. Uh, ben Henderson looked good, I guess, in that one fight. He fought the guy, the champ, but he went up losing the fight. That was that, that guy Wait. is so tough. Ben, he fought at one seventy. No, uh, who did he fight? He fought the the, the kid from from uh, Mizzou. That was the champ that ended up losing his last fight. Mike, you, you know what I'm talking about the kid from San Diego. I just can't remember. You know, Mike, the one Mike who was... Chandler? Yeah, Chandler. He looked good in the Chandler oh, fight. Oh, let me yeah. tell you, Mike Chandler is a beast. Yeah, he's tough. That guy's a fucking beast. I wish that guy would be in the UFC. That... Me too. Yeah. It, 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 I, 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 yeah. One day, maybe. So, Henderson... And then, uh, Roy Nelson's fighting this Saturday. Yeah. Against, oh, yeah. Against Javi Ayala. Hmm? I don't know who the fuck that guy is. Uh, I'll tell you, the big fight in this card is Paul Daly, Lorenz Larkin. Oh, yeah, buddy. That's happening. Wait, wait, what? Saturday night. That's a must I got I got Larkin. I got uh, Larkin all day. Yeah, Larkin's gonna move around. I got Larkin too fast. Yeah, you gotta stand right in front of him. Yeah, Larkin. Oh my Larkin God. has a lot of big <laughs> wins and he's yeah. Oh my God. After uh, a nice stint in the UFC, you want to talk about a fight where two guys is gonna fuck? Did you see that daily knockout where he did the guy with the flying knee? Yeah. Oh. Hey, look, by the way, by the way, daily was here. That was in LA. That was in LA, right? Yeah, yeah I remember. And that guy's good too. The yeah. guy who did that show. I can't remember his fucking name. The guy Brandon with the Ward, right? Truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like that kid. Uh, but but uh. But not to say that, of course, Paul Daly have the kind of power where he could knock out And Daly anybody. looked terrible in his, his Bellator debut. Saying, Larkin didn't look good at all. Lark, but Larkin, no. though, trust it's me. It's a tough transition because he's going to get his sea really legs. bright lights to like the medium. He's going to get his sea legs, my brother. Yeah, Larkin's speed will be Woo. the biggest problem. Also, Adam Piccolotti, undefeated, good fighter. Well, fighting, know that yeah. guy. He's fighting Gotti Yamamuchi. Gotti's good. Bubba beat Gotti. He was supposed, uh, to, be, he was supposed to do an interview last week. He couldn't do it. But and then Aaron Pico's on his card. Uh, <laughs> I'm telling you, Aaron Pico's good. I know you're laughing. No, no, I, I'm laughing. Very not, good, I'm dude. not laughing at Aaron Pico. I'm laughing at how hyped. We no, were, at, right? not that even. The, just the fact that you used to work at his like comedy club. Or oh, the Pico Rivera. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, that yeah His yeah. name is Hilly Pico Rivera. Uh, I think that's gonna be his new nickname. They're gonna go Aaron Pico Rivera. Fantastic wrestler. Pico. I, I wish he would have got a little more yeah, work so, before. 
That was, was my uh, mismanaged. He went to college too. Mismanaged. He guys forgoes college to he, go to the Olympic he training center. His senior year of wrestling too. And it's like, dude, where are you gonna get better at wrestling than in fucking NCAA? He was yeah, three Joe, times Joe state champion, skipped a senior year. I'm like, come on. Joe and Quick. then Bubba Jenkins is fighting this weekend. Bubba Jenkins who's he's fighting? He's fighting an ACB. Uh, combat, which is uh, Frank Mears, one of the yep. commentators on that. It's a uh, he's fighting. I don't know who he's fighting, but he's fighting this Saturday. Oh, you guys hear about that? they got they announced Deontay Wilder against Luis Ortiz. They're uh, oh, they do. It's when kind of a, it's the same day as the Bisbing uh, well, GSP uh, fight who's not in, New in, in New York. In New York, I'm like Sorry. that's some boxing that's bullshit smart. right there. And that ain't gonna win. They ain't gonna split, win. Trying no. to split the New York crowd. They ain't gonna win. People, 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 no, people will go see Deontay Wilder. I'm just saying. But it's fucked up. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, whatever. Take a different weekend. Not me. By the way, did you see that thing on CNN? Uh, totally off thing. That guy Clay Travis. Have you seen that Mm-mm, that, no. that clip? Why his will, name? You, will you, will you, play, you play it on that why, thing? Why, why, why his name? I mean, what, what he did. Clay uh, we're gonna. I want to know what you guys think. Real quick, this was the funniest, most ridiculous interview I've seen in a while. Uh, it was on CNN. I might, uh, so Clay used to work at Fox Sports. Um, I think I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm getting his name right. Uh, it's just a harassment thing? Yeah, you see it? Thing? No, 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 no. Okay. Uh, no, no, not the Oh, way. hey, pet harassment? No, no, that's not. <laughs> well, let's uh, say this thing different. Clay Travis video. Clay CNN. Wait up video. Clay Travis. So he goes on CNN to talk about that girl getting fought, or the girl that... Remember that, 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 that sportscaster who called Trump oh, yeah, yeah, a yeah, white yeah. supremacist sure, 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 sure. and everyone, people wanted fired. So he goes on CNN to defend the firing it. But his thing is that they shouldn't have fired. They, 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 they put that picture. Her? No, they didn't. Oh. But they fired that, 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 that picture for uh, that, that right wing. Pi- Listen, just watch. And they said, look, you can't have this opinion. It's too conservative. We're not going to allow it. I think that's a bad move. I'm a First Amendment absolutist. I believe in only two things completely, the First Amendment and boobs. And so once they what a dumb the decision that they were not going to say you believe in the First Amendment and related commentary, they I couldn't know, really uh, I just want to make sure I heard you correctly as a woman anchoring the show. Did you say, what did you say? You believe in the First Amendment and BWBS? Boobs. Two things that have only never let me work down in this entire country's history. The First Amendment and boobs. So those are the only things. <laughs> Who is this character? <laughs> He's got a country. show. And so I don't think a football show. But I do think, straight up, that once you make the decision that you are going to let Kurt Schill, <laughs> that you have to also make the decision that you're going to let Jamel Hill go. I think that's look a bad decision. Look at him. That have led to... 13 million subscribers <laughs> He just keeps going which is They look at their faces over last year I think that's why I think that's why she went after Donald Trump for ESPN to fire her somewhere else Okay Okay um Keith Listen I'm I'm astonished almost everything I just heard one of, the, one of the things that, and Jamel's not just, not just a colleague, but a personal friend. One of the things that Jamel's had to deal with her entire career, and many women who I'm friends with in this business and have been friends with in this business for a long time, is sexism, blatant sexism, comments about her appearance, comments about, uh, about her racially, comments about her inability or perceived inability to be able to comment on sports because of, because of her gender. For, so for somebody to 
come on CNN <laughs> and to say something like the only thing I believe in in the discussion about something. I'm substance, still there substance. too, and I just want to make sure I'm hearing you correctly. B O O Z E or B O O B S? Because yeah. as a woman, I'm. I'm I'm in boobs. I believe completely in the First Amendment and in boobs. Those are the only two things I believe in this country. Okay, so he's going to keep going. No, she ends it. Did you notice that? He went straight to that. Yeah, you're absolutely right. I did go straight to that. Why would you even say that live on national television and with a female host? I say it live on the radio all the time because it's true and that's what I do. Because I like boobs and the first. <laughs> exactly what I said. All right, so uh, I mean, it, I, you, you know what's going on. Character. It was, I'll tell you what's going on. It was yet. trending afterwards. It became yeah, like so, he's so playing exactly, the game. He's, so exactly. That's right. So he's a dude that I never heard of in my entire life. I've never seen his face before. <laughs> that um, video has 1.2 million and views. And now all yeah. of a sudden. I, I'm talking about this fucking guy now. Yeah, that's some guy. Like, he clearly, I, I blew, what he radio clearly shows just, he yeah, have? He like, clearly just did that, and they took the bait. Yeah, and, and yeah. It, the smarter thing would be to just go. First of all, you're hard to take serious when you say some dumbass shit like that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but that aside, because that's who no them getting are, offended. Made I can't it. change it. So what they're trying to do is shame him into being a better person. Yeah, that guy's a piece of shit. He's always gonna be okay. So you're not gonna change him you're better off to but why appeal. is he but why is you're he piece of shit i mean well, okay so first of all first, for... of all first of all yeah i'm i'm not saying he's a piece of shit even because of that comment right i think he's just a, a fucking goofball because of that comment he what what i i i think he's a piece of shit on his stance about that that woman but his stance was that kurt schilling should not have been fired so if you're gonna fire kurt schilling you gotta fire that woman that was his whole thing is that, is, okay, that, is so, that if you're going to fire a guy who has extreme... And what did... What, I'm, 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 what, I'm not no, saying no, no. I agree with his so, stance. So, I'm just okay, telling you what, what his did stance Kurt, is. What did Kurt Schilling say? It was something about transgender bathrooms. He was he was complaining about transgender bathrooms. I'm not sure what exactly he said. So, okay. But... Um, yeah, uh, I, I have a... In one case, I feel... It, this is my check on it. Right. I, don't, I don't give a fuck if they fire uh, Kurt Schilling, whatever, okay? Here's my take on it. Is... Um, in one instance, you have a person who's attacking people who aren't bothering him, okay? Then you have, in her case, a person who's attacking some or pointing out that someone is attacking people who are not bothering him. So, uh, in one instance, you have somebody who's speaking up against, against somebody fucking with people, and in the other one, you have somebody fucking with people. So that's where I see a difference. Right. Uh, but he may have a point about First Amendment, whatever, okay? But um, guess what? Uh, what should happen or what should ha- shouldn't happen, you got companies where they make the rules about that. Right. If I work for the UFC and I tell somebody, hey, I don't like uh, Dana White's bald head or some bullshit like that and I get fired, you know, then, hey... First up, fuck the First Amendment on there. Right, he's right. the boss. It's companies, okay. right? Exactly. So, so for this, so this jerk off here is just trying to say something stupid and disrespect, and use a serious subject where people are having a serious conversation about something to look 
I've wow. Oh, you? Not no, I've never seen anything like that. That's just it was, oh, oh, I'm, no. Other people. I'm still very taken back. Pe- 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 just... Other people were defending him by saying, "What's wrong with boobs?" Exactly. There's what, nothing but wrong see, with that's boobs. A, that's, a, that's a that's a that's a false. But uh, CNN knew before they know. had that guy on that he was going to say some fucking wild. I don't think they did. Uh, well, the, the, his whole history is these type guys are radio show hosts and controversial yeah. thing. You know, they get false. That's what they do. No, but that's what they do. That's what they do. You know, that's what that's going to happen. Then he does this, and he. He's got to get a million people that yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. So the rest is like, and then money is going to serious yeah. wherever he's at. He's going to pay. Well, the guy's a lawyer. The guy's, according to him, because I, I never heard of him either before this, and I was just checking him out. And right, listen, I'm not a Kurt Schilling fan. I do agree, though. I understand his point where if you're gonna, you shouldn't fire either of them, Kurt Schilling or this person. Yeah. However, you know what? Maybe CNN, maybe ESPN leans to the left. And maybe that's what they is. So you know what? Uh, no. Fuck it. Maybe they agree with fucking uh, this girl and not Kurt Chilling. And that's no. if that's that's their business model. That's that's what it is. Uh, I personally think sports and politics should kind of stay. I, I don't watch my sports to fucking hear about politics, and it should kind of not be in the same thing. Mm-hmm. At the same time, look, Muhammad Ali is a fucking national hero for what he did with politics. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you, they're gonna they're gonna that's be a, they're yeah. gonna be. And that's mangled. another thing here too is that. And people tell me to this to me if I ever and I hardly do this, but sometimes something get 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 you know under my fucking skin about like let's say somebody you know shooting a fucking unarmed kid or something like that, and I might just be so fucking angry about something and I say listen blah 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 and I you know get on a soapbox or whatever, and it's just me maybe venting. I don't know if I'm gonna change the world, but whatever what I'm saying. And then somebody go, why don't you stick to fucking entertaining us and not with nobody yeah. want to hear your fucking opinion mm-hmm. because what I'm not a. a a professional pundit and then I think oh but because you're a fucking plumber your opinion is is you know when they said these fucking high and they come on your wall yeah, yeah, on your Facebook myself. on your page yeah. on your Instagram exactly. to I comment said, about yeah. you and I like, said by the way I didn't follow you you followed me yeah Paul, huh? exactly and, and so the thing is yeah. it's like why? Because you work at a pizza here or you're a fucking fireman or you something have more what your opinion means something more than because somebody work in the movies or some shit like yeah, that. Yeah, no, I, I totally, it I, under- me fucking I totally understand. It me fucking I understand, insane. but this guy, at the same time, like he knew, like you, you go on CNN and they're trying to have a, a talk about politics or trying to have a serious conversation, yeah. and you say, "I believe in the first amendment and boobs," and that's the only thing you believe in: freedom of speech yeah. and boobs. Like, like yeah, that's he, not he even fucking. He just wanted to set them off, and he knew if he pressed that button that they would they would take the bait. He kept such a straight face. Yeah, he, he, it was pretty he, funny. He started though. cracking. He I gotta say though, I did laugh though. I I did laugh when I saw it. It was Fine. pretty. It was Fine. pretty. But it was. I only laughed though because of how annoyed those other people got. What he said wasn't funny. Their response Adam, fucking yeah, killed you, me. You, you laughed when you saw it, and you gave more publicity by playing it again on your podcast. Because it's funny, though. Yeah, it's okay. But, but, but that's what people, I didn't know who the guy was until I saw yeah. that clip. So now I know who he is. Yeah, I, I have okay. no problem. It's, it's okay. just crazy to see my dad could be on TV yeah. and they let that go. Hey, it is, it's part of the But anytime, it, look, if that was on Comedy Central, I wouldn't have laughed. Yeah. Okay? Yeah, because it's out of the... It's like somebody going, hey, grab me the pussy. You know that guy who do that on the thing? I understand. And CNN. And her reaction made it funny. His reaction made it funny. Yeah, you know, because um, they're so taken back, they can't you know, believe what they're like. This they're guy, both on live TV. Like, what is this yeah. guy doing? The outrageousness sells. Yeah, and so people want to be more and more outrageous. The president or the Howard Stern or whatever yeah. the fuck it is. Yeah, and, and they want to always push the envelope. Then this guy pops up. He'll be one and done yeah. on that, and then their new guy will come up. You would remember Glenn Beck? I mean, come on. Oh this, yeah. This stuff yeah. And these guys who complain, you got Ted Nugent coming out saying right. that this this yeah. chick should come. 
and 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 uh, and apologized to him. Meanwhile, this is the guy that said he's gonna stick his shotgun up uh, Obama's nah, ass. They're, they're, they're hypocrites on you know, you both sides. Are hypocrites though? But, both extreme oh, left, I, extreme I right. Yeah. Fucking. I, I, I understand. I'm just saying. I'm gonna. I'm calling out a specific. I'm calling out a specific instance. Yeah. Where. Uh, this shit is is going off the fucking yeah no, where, you just where people are telling and meanwhile they're saying to apologize to this guy listen when fucking look who else did shit like this and criticized the president and called him a racist and all that kind of shit this fucking jerk off the, 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 the guy we're trying to defend here the president yeah, yeah, yeah. okay the guy that everybody's trying to defend uh, against this woman he did the same exact shit and never apologize with fucking uh, Obama. So, yeah. so whether you are Republican or a Democrat or whatever you are, you can see bullshit when you see it. Yeah, it what's good for the what's good for the goose is good for uh, the commander. one hundred percent. Something like that. Kendrick, Kendrick. So, so uh, We're what? Play it either way. See, the, the, yeah. the media is yeah. playing us. This kind of stuff, this is entertainment. It's true. You know, yeah, it's, it's like, true. I, I got friends that work for the State Department, and they say this is all bullshit. It's true, it's you know, true. They, we, we, and people take that, oh, they it's, start arguing it's, it's, it's not going to have any effect yeah. on them at all. But we watch it, we watch it. Exactly. And they know what exactly. they're doing. We, we like, want to get excited, too. It's yeah. like if you have, um, if you have like, let's say, uh, uh, what's that one, uh, Bill Maher or whatever? Yeah. If you have a show like that, yeah. it's like, yeah, uh, no, that's the old one. See, I always get it real time. It's about heel chime. Yeah, yeah. But I still call it that choice. Yeah, me too. Because we old. No, we, we look good, but we still... Right. You guys, are, you guys are older men. We, but we fine as hell. Yeah, um, you guys are very, we age like very good. I gotta go like coach for kids. You guys okay, are both one, very... Wrapping it up, wrapping it up, wrapping it up. What were we just saying about that? Something about uh, politics, but we gotta, we gotta, we gotta, wow, keep, we gotta keep it going. What do you got coming up, Quadros? Uh, <laughs> Sorry, Hanato. We'll, the next, we'll get to this next time. Don't worry, we always gotta get you the kids. My band, Snow, with Carlos Cabazzo on guitar, Tony Cabazzo on bass, and Doug Ellison on vocals, just released our first... Actually, it's a double album called Snow at Last. It came out July 21st. It's available online. Look up Pure Uncut Rock. You just got we signed, got, right? We got, no, we, the record came out. We already got signed a, long, a while ago, yeah. a year ago. But I just keep it on a wraps because I want it to come out like boom. And we're doing the record release party at the Whiskey A Go Go on oh, Sunset Boulevard on November 8th. It's a very big deal. It's going to sell out. Everybody get I'll be there. Everybody got to get their tickets. Where, quick, Where do I get my tickets? Uh, WhiskeyAGoGo.com or whatever. I mean, you can go on Pure Uncut Rock is the Facebook you know, that's where snow is because the word snow has already been taken by some ski resort. So that's a very big deal. That's happening for me. And that's I've got tough. a movie I'm going to be working on, uh, Legionnaire Max, where I'm going to be playing uh, a Legionnaire commander. Got and on. also doing the technical advisor in some of the fights. And then a couple other movies. Now, who are these other guys Congrats in snow? Never no. back down three, too. That was awesome. Oh, thank you. Now, who are these yeah. other guys in snow? What band were they in? Carlos Cabazzo was in Quiet Riot. And oh, they, shit. They, they were number one in the 80s. Yep. They were the first hard rock heavy metal band to ever make it to number one in the Billboard charts in history. Come bring the noise. And then and then now he's currently with Rat and touring with them and do, doing all that kind of stuff. And that doesn't take away from Snow. Hat is still around? Yes. Yeah. yeah so nice. That's what's going on. Round and around. Uh, so what do you got, Andrew, coming up? Uh, this Friday we'll be live on Pluto TV at Eve's Edwards' house. We'll be watching the... The UFC fights will be cooking food. But with uh, you, who else is gonna be there? Dennis Bermudez will be joining us. Oh, he'll be flying. He'll be flying in, and we're gonna for watch the event. That's just nice. for the event. We're gonna. You guys are all welcome. We watch the fights. We cook. We. Fantastic fighter. Great commentator. And this is at Eve's house. That's at Eve's house. Where's that in like? Uh, it's in uh, Eagle Rock. Inglewood or Ingle Inglehawk? Eagle Rock. Yeah, Inglewood. Inglewood. 
Yes. But uh, well, yeah, we got we got South that. South Central. And uh, that's pretty much it. Just uh, got some good meetings coming up, some big fight promotions, trying to bring more fight stuff to Pluto TV. And uh, yeah, it's all it's all very exciting. Uh, this podcast uh, I will edit tonight, and we'll hopefully have up tomorrow night. Oh, thank you. Nice. And Hanada, what do you got coming up? Well, first of all, I want to also so say about you know for those who don't know about your boy Quadros about him being in in, in metal bands and shit. Like you, it blew my mind when he first year, a few years back showed me some some footage. Where can they find that on on YouTube? It's uh, gonna fuck their head up. Uh, YouTube.com/slash/pureuncutrock. That's the snow. Uh, I'm talking YouTube. about the old one, my brother. That's what I'm talking about. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> so, what do you have now? Look, uh, that, as far as, as far as... look that up real quick, and you're gonna see this guy with long hair, fucking banging mm-hmm. on the drum, like like you won't even fucking believe it. You you it's legit. It's heel shit, like old Before school, old school, like hard ass uh, hot shit. Anyway, um, oh, I got, what I got coming up uh, soon because I don't want to bore these people with all the fucking events that I'm doing. Um, uh, I got a grand opening of the Tenth uh, Planet Albuquerque coming up. Um, with me and Master Ken, the creator of Amere uh, Dolce, uh, from Answer the Dojo show. You know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. tell Master Ken to say hello. I will for sure. He's a super so, bad dude. He, he's, a very, he's one of the most dangerous. Uh, so we're having a seminar and teach off at their grand opening, which is going to be at the Tenth Planet Albuquerque, and uh, that's going to be Saturday, September thirtieth, very soon, uh, twelve to three p.m. And then a lot of festivities and all kind of shit and giveaways and half rolls and stuff. And it's gonna be at one one zero three zero, Menau, M E N A U L Boulevard, Northeast Albuquerque, New Mexico eight seven one one two. Okay, so get you fucking tickets for that one, and I'll talk to you soon, Paul. Okay, uh, September 29th and thirtieth, I'm at the Blue Room in Springfield, Missouri. Uh, Blue Room, Missouri. Be there. Uh, and uh, this uh, Friday night at 10 o'clock I'm at the Ice House Pastina Saturday at the Laugh Factory in Hollywood at the Laugh Factory and then Sunday at uh, Flappers uh, in uh, Burbank Flappers Comedy Club and I'm at the Comedy Store Tuesday night at 10 o'clock and the Improv in Hollywood Wednesday night uh, at 10 o'clock uh, and you can watch us at Pluto TV yep. on Roku on uh, Vera- yeah, download the Pluto TV app, iPhone, uh, Apple TV, Android, Apple, t- uh, Amazon Fire, Amazon Ooh, Fire, fire Stick, fire. Uh, Ooh, fire Roku, stick. PlayStation, Xbox, uh, basically anywhere you can play a video. Any shit. Pluto.tv on the web. Uh, you put that shit on your phone, too. Yep. You could just watch. And you know what? A this lot will of be in the on demand section as well. So uh, if you don't catch the live broadcast or the rebroadcast, watch on demand. Yeah. And, and you know, I want to say from the first part, okay? The, I got a lot of friend in, in law enforcement, you know. Uh, this wasn't a thing where I'm saying, oh, fucking cops and blah, blah, blah. It's just two fucking assholes that spoiled a bunch or whatever. But, yeah. you know, to my cop fans and my friends out there, I don't got nothing against cops. We need to have good cops. Thank, God, I... thank you guys so much. Yeah, follow me, Andrew. Just to start for breathing into the mic last week.